0: Welcome to the Cinema Swamp, a podcast where friends, enemies, and Minnesotans talk about movies. 2018 is over, so the Swamp crew has joined together to talk about some of the different films that came out during the year. We talk about our favorite movies, the worst movies, some of the biggest surprises and letdowns, and there's going to be a multitude of spoilers. Some of the spoilers range from, but aren't limited to, Bandersnatch, Creed 2, 8th Grade, Mid-90s, The Nun, Crimes of Grindelwald, Tag. The 1517 to Paris, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, The Happy Time Murders, Bird Box, Venom, A Quiet Place, Black Panther, Bumblebee, Infinity War, Deadpool 2, Incredibles 2, Solo, and Spider-Man Far From Home. But we can start the podcast now. This is this is the Cinema Swamp who now entered. The year is 2019. So according like that, uh, t- two zero nineteen. Uh, w- would you rather I say it like twenty one nineteen? Twenty one nineteen makes
1: sense. Hundred years in the future. <laughs> <laughs> we missed a hundred years. We'll one year away <laughs> from it's the out. roaring twenties again. <laughs> Squirrel Girl was great. Squirrel Girl, the <laughs> movie. <laughs> it's the six hundred and fiftieth Marvel movie.
0: Oh. Two off topic things. One. I truly believe we're going to get to that point eventually where there'll be like 50 or 60-some MCU movies and there'll be oh, no yeah. way to catch up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and also... Well, I mean, There's still a way. Like James Bond movies. Soon like there will be more Marvel movies, Marvel Cinematic Universe films, than there are James Bond films. Mm-hmm. And James Bond took about 40 to 50 years to get to that point. MCU did it in a couple of years. Well,
1: yeah, they do three and, a year, right. and I bet once they... Once Fox is in the bag They'll do for a year That's true
0: But also I was gonna say Um do, do they have any More films lined up Past Spider-Man Uh Far From Home Well they
1: yeah. don't have dates per I say. got an
0: actual list of They have stuff planned, planned but... kind of? I don't
1: trust Letterbox.
2: For the dates that are listed they, they shift around a bunch But they Surprise me Sometimes when <clears throat> they actually Come out on schedule Um they just have the year, though, primarily. Uh uh-huh. <laughs> um, I gotta. I have so many lists. I have like
0: seventy lists on here. But
1: confirmed dates and movies? No. No.
0: I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy okay. of Volume Three obviously got yeah. pushed so <clears throat> If the
2: dates stay the same, we have Far From Home. Next will be Doctor Strange Two, and then Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, Black Panther Two, Black Widow movie. Oh, I forgot that. This is gonna happen. Then we have three Un- Marvel untitled s- trilogies. Trilogies, trilogies.
3: Three. Is that trilogies.
1: what it says? Let me see.
2: that. Well, three untitled Marvel projects, but they come in in groups of three. Oh,
1: see, I don't trust that.
2: <laughs> it's there. Like if you if you go on the website, it's, it's on the Marvel there. website. I mean. I don't know, I've never been on the Marvel website, but I've seen it on a lot of different forms okay. and stuff. Well, Where no, people so suspect it's... what they think it's going to be. And well, yeah. So, like, they think it's
1: going to well, be... there's going to be the... Uh, whatever Thanos' parents were, or his dad was. I don't think the that's... The Eternals. The Eternals? I don't think that's no. going to be a thing. No, yeah, Kevin Feige talked about the Eternals. Maybe. They're going to do I think the it's Eternals. Gonna, Some of
2: the stuff... is think, think it's just... going to die out. I yeah. don't think look, it'll get enough look fan at me. service.
1: Look at me.
0: I'm, looking I'm the at captain you. now. You're right. I don't know, like... I guess it depends on... Because I'd also say years ago that Guardians of the Galaxy is not going to happen. And it did. And it's become its own thing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But I, I think there's still quite a few mm-hmm. top-tier superheroes they have to get through before they start doing some really random stuff. Well, mm-hmm. I I'm mean, not- they were going to do Inhumans, <laughs> remember? And then they kind of backed down from exactly. that idea. I don't and think Eternals will go through. I think that's a neat idea. But can't I wait for it, it to be an if 8 Kevin Feige, TV show.
1: Kevin Feige mm-hmm. says it's going to happen
2: about Kevin'll probably happen said that about any I think they I think they'll probably do a nova trilogy mm-hmm. I think that would be it would make sense it would go along with the space stuff and he's enough of a wanted hero yeah. like he's like Captain Marvel level you mm-hmm. know um as for the other two I don't really know exactly unless they branch out with like a young Avengers trilogy I don't and or if the because these are counting could be trilogies i I've heard that they wanted to do Marvel. Or they want to do Avengers um, movies up to seven movies, I think. So five, six, and seven we could get. Or yeah, five, six, and and seven. And
1: then the Inhumans thing? I bet. I bet Fox talk, like them talking with Fox about Mm -hmm. buying them, started around the Inhumans time. Oh, and then they were like, and then they're like, well, we we can we can get Mm -hmm. X Men. So we'll just put we'll just Marvel Fox
2: film planned for twenty twenty one, so.
0: That's fantastic uh, Four. could be fantastic Four. well the day dark Phoenix comes out, according to box office mojo, there's also another untitled fox slash Marvel oh. event film coming out <laughs> oh, yeah. that day and I'm like, really, <laughs> I think they had another one planned there until they rescheduled uh Dark Phoenix, so then they had to take that slot away and yeah,
1: do you think like reshoots for dark Phoenix
0: they just like kill everyone <laughs> i no i think I think uh. I think Dark Phoenix are uh, still going to have a lot of the sequel bait in it, even though it's not going to go anywhere. I thought they were going to end the series there anyway, because they're hitting the 90s at this point, and yeah. I was like, you're starting to hit the original X-Men series. Ten, and years,
1: ten years from then, it's going to be X-Men. James and McAvoy time travel movie right looks there.
0: very much not like they uh, <laughs> should just They should just CG the, mm-hmm.
1: the 2000s characters' faces on there.
0: I think Dark Phoenix is mm-hmm. going to be one of the worst ones honestly they they already tried that movie once mm-hmm. with last stand and they're using the exact yeah. same writer this time except he's the director Wait really? Yeah I it's the same that. guy. I mean I'm just sorry but like <laughs> yeah. that's how you know you're not learning anything. You don't I mean and I mean granted maybe the guy will have his uh, vision showing more this time. Maybe he'll have more uh, effort. Who knows? I don't know. Wait, who maybe he's it? actually good. Simon Kingberg. Huh. And, you know, he's known to write a lot of comic book movies. And, I mean, maybe he'll be good this time. But I think it's stupid that they're like, let's do this storyline again and use the exact same guy. And I know a lot of that was Brett Ratner's fault anyway. But still, it's just... I think that movie's not going to be good. And I've already heard... There was a tweet out by... A directors or someone in Hollywood, and they said, there is a movie coming out next year, and it is so bad. This is Batman and Robin level bad. And everyone's trying to guess what it is. And I'm like, all fingers are pointing towards Dark Phoenix. It seems who like that's got to that? be the one. I don't know who said it, but... I Avengers Endgame looks pretty cheesy. <laughs> I haven't seen the trailer yet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, me neither.
0: Also, I, there's another one, by the way. Is I think Endgame's going to be disappointing. I I don't... Really? I don't think they can top Infinity War gotcha. and that. Uh, we'll I don't know. We'll see, man. Depends. It depends. The Brothers have not let us down That's true. I, not- think, <laughs> I mean, granted, there is <laughs> a lot more uh, good writing for it than bad, but...
1: Also, it's the same story. It's a continuation.
0: Well, I mean, technically, but...
1: Yeah, I mean... It originally, was a, it was Infinity War Part 1 and 2. But
0: they went away from that idea yeah. just because Part 1 and Part 2s mm-hmm. weren't doing good anymore.
1: Exactly. Well, so it's the same
0: story. That's like a different story. But it's... It, dep- it depends <laughs> if people are going to take to the time travel idea or not. Yeah, which I go. I know nothing about the movie, but I'm they'll taking a wild guess. So they're going to nail it. They're going um, to
1: bring the DeLorean in. Yeah, I'm the so sunset. excited.
0: What if the movie is just this big time travel adventure that brings you through all the old movies? Would oh, that be awesome? That would be... Yeah, that'd be... Well, it's kind of like... That'd be
1: awesome on the set design. I don't have any expectations
2: for it. Because you have, like... Will they go, like, a looper route? Will they go... Back to the Future route? Will they go... uh, uh, Days of Future Past? Rick and Marty. You know? Like... I don't know. I have no expectations other than, like, Russo Brothers' expectation that, like, I expect to be as entertained as I was for each of their movies. Yeah. Of course, I mean, it's it's like... It's gonna be good. It's like (laughs) they arguably, like... I don't know. It's, it's like you want to say they get better, but really they're just handed more money, and they're just they keep giving you a like high quality film. Oh, anyway. Chloe Chloe should, jump Chloe's jump joined her. us today too, but <laughs> yeah. she's, just, she's just like, what are you guys talking about? Why are we talking about this? She's still f- making her 2018 list.
0: This going to be a part anticipated 2019 list, but uh, right now we're going to discuss some of the movies that came out in 2018 to uh, mention some of the best, some of the worst, some of the uh, most grotesque some of the ugliest... Some of the sexiest... Some of the damn finest on the planet. Some of the damn finest. Yeah. I enjoyed these movies. Oh, so, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought about many words to say after that, and mm-hmm. I was like, this is a uh, live podcast. Never mind. Yeah. This is a... You know, I think this was a surprising
2: year for me for film. Like, I was, like, in general, surprised by how like much fun I had at the movies. Like... Like, compared to, like, last year, like, was, for me, like, a really good, I think, good year for film. Um, and then this year, like, there was so much, like, so many sequels that came out where I was, like, anticipating a lot, but then, like, I was really, like, blown away by a lot of movies I didn't think would be good, and, or at least one in, like, I know we were talking about it earlier, but, um, I don't know, I, I, I wasn't, I didn't have crazy high hopes for this year, and... I came out of this year being like, I saw some pretty dang good movies, so
0: I was surprised that this. I thought this year was really good for movies. Yeah, but most people I've been reading about are saying I was let down this year, and I'm like, why? But I don't know. Maybe people have too big expectations, or maybe they've seen mm-hmm. more movies. I mean, I don't know. But I was pleasantly surprised by a lot of the movies I saw, mm-hmm. and I can only think of like really two huge disappointments but they are both sequels and they were Mm -hmm. both for the kind of the same reason of Mm -hmm. I just thought they would be a better continuation than they were and they're not on this list by the way uh, any of my lists I'll just say it was Jurassic Park (laughs) Jurassic Mm -hmm. World Fallen Kingdom and Crimes of Grindelwald Mm -hmm. but both of those weren't even like the first movies I didn't even like love that much I mean I just expected the sequels to be better and they just weren't Mm -hmm. but that was it for disappointments. Yeah.
1: For this year, for me, uh, I only saw a few movies, but that was mostly because of time and money. Uh, but this year, uh, it was a lot of a catch-up year for me. I saw a lot of movies from before 2018 that I needed to catch up on and watch. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same for Chloe, too.
4: I mean, I definitely saw more movies in the theaters this year than I ever have before. I usually go, like, twice a year. <laughs> really? And we saw 16 movies in theaters this year, so mm-hmm. that was like a crazy jump for me.
2: Do you feel movied out, or do you feel like, no, like I like this new norm? Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, I'm really bummed
4: we okay. didn't get to go to more. We were gonna try to go to one earlier today, but we ended yeah. up having too much stuff to do. Um, but next year, I want to go to more than 20. Is my goal more
1: than 20? No, it almost yeah. encourages me more to go see more. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like I did 16, 17, whatever I did this year. I want to strive for double that, maybe, or something.
4: But, yeah, I want to see more in theaters, just because I kind of prefer to see movies more in theaters, because I I feel like it helps you get Im- more immersed in the film, mm-hmm. as long as you don't have annoying people, which is yeah. something that we ran into a little more than I'm used to this year. Yeah. It's super annoying. Yeah.
2: You really movie. learn, like... <laughs> like,
4: even the last movie we went to, mm-hmm. what it it was Aquaman. Aquaman. Yeah. For like,
2: sure people who people been and hollering in there? In the beginning there was, but then...
4: We went with my brother on Christmas Day oh, first. Okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. there was this guy sitting next to Zach, and he was, like, talking yeah. and just, like, being in... An... So Zach would look at me, and he would, like, reach for the popcorn and, like, crinkle it really loud, and I was like, yeah. don't, don't be that person.
0: <laughs> you know what? Yeah, oh. Just real quick about Aquaman, though, but when I saw that, uh, I saw it with a pretty... Dead audience, and it was a full mm-hmm. theater. And I, even the stuff where you should have been clapping or cheering or laughing, like, there was like nothing. I was like, What's, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> they just come from a funeral? Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. But... Oh,
1: yeah. We, we saw it before we went with you. Yeah. I just, I I just, just I'm just i just realizing that now. I'm like, I really I'm... <laughs> wanted to go with you. <laughs> well, like, I
2: mean, I, like I said, I, I only waited because I thought <laughs> you wanted to go with me. Like, that well, night, I did. So I was like, but then you
1: know. her brother was like, Really, really want go. to go.
0: Yeah, you guys should let me know. I would have went.
2: And, I would have sat alone, and then I would have went and saw something else like the Mule. But the anyway, thing,
0: the thing about seeing like so many movies is that because this year I saw more than ever. I saw like a hundred. Mm-hmm. I, I think the list is like a hundred and eleven right now. So yeah, I like saw a bunch
2: in theaters or Netflix. Not included? all on theaters.
0: I saw Netflix movies, and there were some I just went to Redbox for. But I tried to watch as many twenty eighteen movies yeah. as possible this year. And uh, with that, though, there were movies that I think typically during the year would have been on my top 10 or 20, Yeah. but just because I saw so many other ones and I saw so many potentially good ones, or, you know, there's some years where I will see a movie many years later, like, Nice Guys, that would have definitely been, like, my either (laughs) number or number one film of 2016 but I did not see it till this year yeah so there's a lot of instances like that this year I don't think that's gonna happen where mm-hmm. I see a movie way later and be like oh that should have been on my list yeah uh, but you know stuff like I'm looking at the list right now I'm looking at like uh, the Meg or um, Tomb Raider which I did enjoy and uh, stuff like or th- that new Halloween movie mm-hmm. or uh even Spider Man into the Spider. I mean I already made my top ten, but it would have been higher. Oceans 8 probably would have made my top ten, but I just saw so many other movies. It makes me feel bad because some um, of these yeah. I just start to forget about. <laughs> yeah. And also some of these I, I, I didn't even realize were released this year. Like Pacific Rim Uprising. I did see that. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't highly recommend seeing every movie. But yeah. uh do listen listen to the what the critics are saying it does help a lot
2: yeah those are like my go-to ones like there's a couple that i still wait well, for me like i typically go for like immediate like what's it, like a sequel of something i love you know and then it's like what's a director that i love you know like seeing roma on netflix like that's something i would have went to the theater to see if it hadn't it been released in theaters you know um and then after that, it's like, okay, what's probably going to be, like, Oscar-nominated? What's something that we'll probably talk about on the podcast is, like, my next, you know? But, um, yeah, I rarely go to the theater and just, like, see what's playing. I was trying to see at least one movie in a theater a week, but I spent, a, like, a lot of time in Germany, and I just didn't have any money to go to a theater there. Mm-hmm. And and even, yeah, so, like, basically by the time I got back, I moved back to, to Minnesota, I was like, all right, I can do a movie a week. And even, like, most of my list, like, I probably only saw, like, 40 movies, like, in theaters. Um, and most, like, the ones I really liked, I saw three or two or three times, you know. So I definitely went to the theater about once a week if you were to, like, space it out. But a lot of those movies were repeats, so.
0: um, Yeah, and I think this is the first year. As far as oscar nominated films this might be the first year where I've seen everything that will probably get nominated before yeah. the nomination comes out. Also, they don't have a host for the Oscars yet, which mm-hmm. is weird. <laughs> but um, No one's tweets are clean enough to exactly. make it. Right? <laughs> um, but, in, uh, that makes it interesting, though. So it's like, hey, what if Tom Hanks was asked to do the Oscars? I want to see what kind of dirt they pick up on him yeah. from back in the day. <laughs> um, but, uh, So I think I saw about everything that probably will get nominated, but who knows? I never saw If Beale Street Could Talk. I haven't seen that because it didn't get released anywhere, and that will probably get nominated. So that's like the one. But over the years, I've been slowly and slowly starting to see, like, before the Oscars happen, mm-hmm. trying to see every movie that's nominated. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this year might be the first year where I don't need to do any catch-up, where I've actually seen everything when it was released. Yeah. Uh, Which is also weird for me because I was able to make like more accurate predictions about things ahead mm-hmm. of time before there's even like a cheat sheet or a big write up about it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. It's an, it's interesting uh seeing way more movies, but mm-hmm. I don't recommend it. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. I tried to do
2: a movie a day this year like in general and I made it to like the 330s. Mm-hmm. I'm about 20 some short, but it was tough.
1: Are you movied out?
2: There was a couple weeks where I was movied out, but then at some weeks where I just couldn't. I didn't have time. You know, I was too busy after work. Mm. Doing stuff like this is, you know, but no. I think I could do it again next year if I try hard enough. But um, I think I'm movied out with movies that I've seen a lot of. Like, I rewatched all the Marvel movies to get ready for Avengers. I rewatched all the X Men movies this year, you know, and like I'm actually starting to get sick of a lot of the Marvel movies for the first time <laughs> from watching them so many times to get ready for the next Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. As, this is like the third time I've done it in the past two years, um, of watching all the Marvel movies before like a big one, you know. So I'm pretty done with that. Yeah, I'll do it again probably, <laughs> but not like.
1: Yeah, I so. think it'd be a good ritual to do like at the beginning of the year or something, like to get ready for the slate of the year. Mm-hmm. Like do it at the beginning. I mean, that's what I tried to do, and like, <laughs> but then like, wait, and, like, oh wait, you, were you doing that once a year? or Were you doing it like before? Every I've done Marvel it movie? once
2: a year for the past three years, probably since me mm-hmm. and you started watching Marvel movies, yeah. and then. I'll also end up watching about half of those anytime time a friend's like, I've never seen all the Marvel movies. You have them all. Can you watch them with me and teach me? And so, <laughs> <Teach> like, <me. laughs> I end up going to their house and watching, like, walking them through all the Marvel movies, oh you gosh. know? And sometimes I'm like, I'll tell them enough to get through the movie, and then I'll fall asleep, <laughs> you know? Because, <laughs> like, and then I'll wake up and be like, all right, what do you have questions about, you know? And then, so, yeah, there's been a lot of that, pretty it's, much.
0: I... I, I should rewatch all the Marvel films before Endgame because well one, there's a part of me that really hopes that Endgame means it's like the actual final one. Like Spider Man yeah. uh, Far From Home is not happening. We are like the end of the movie will say the Marvel Cinematic Universe is done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like well that's why they're canceling all the T V shows. That would kill That's me. why <laughs> Spider Man like it's done.
2: I but, would I would I'm just kidding. That's not. That'd be funny though. I'd be but. okay with it because it could be just
0: the golden cap on top. You know? Can <laughs> you imagine though? They they were just done. They never did another one. I'd be like, really. <laughs> but uh, I should rewatch them because I've never done it. I, mm-hmm. Mostly out of disinterest, but also I don't have time to just rewatch movies most of the time. Yeah. But I think this would be a really golden opportunity to do it. I'm taking your word golden and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plus, Stella's never seen them all. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's seen most of them, mm-hmm. uh, except the ones we've seen in theaters. So mm-hmm. I'm sure she'll hate making her f- watch them all. But. Yeah. well,
2: Especially when you do other franchises, too, like Star Wars, you know? Right, you always gotta rewatch to, shows. those. You know, watch those before, and then, I mean, no one really cares about X-Men anymore, I guess, you know, but...
0: I watch, I watch yeah. X-Men uh, 2, and then uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I watch that... The good Wolverine movies, and then I watch uh, Days of Future Past. That's my yeah. X-Men rewatch. Mm-hmm. Oh, and First Class. Is first right. Class is really good, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, does anybody have any... Uh, we we could just kind of do some uh, shout-outs here for uh, movies we saw this year. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, anybody got anything that's... Uh, should we save Best for Last or Best for First? or? I think we could...
2: Maybe do the best movie, and then maybe do worst, and then we'll save our
0: lists for last, maybe? Yeah. Or
2: should we save the best for... No, because we'll end up saying... It doesn't matter. Like We're just going to be talking. Just, let's yeah. just say the best movie. The right best. now best. What, what was off? everyone's
0: best movie this year? My best movie was Eighth Grade, directed by Bo Burnham. I love Bo Burnham. I wanted to see that so bad. Be- okay. See, that, good. that's
1: an example of me putting it off, and then... Never like, just it. never seeing
0: it. It's it, That's it, why I always have to catch up. It came and went so fast. It was in the theater for a week, so I was like, I gotta go now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was everything I wanted to be in more. And, uh, it's like the only movie I've seen so far where it's about social media. And the message of the movie isn't that social media is bad, because that's always the message. Mm-hmm. This one was like, no, the <laughs> it exists, yeah. and that's it. And I'm like, you know what, that's what, uh... People need to see. They need Mm -hmm. to know that just stuff exists. These problems occur. Kids are probably dealing with way more than ever right now. Mm -hmm. And it sucks. And it's weird because we didn't graduate that many years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, that 8th grade doesn't seem that long ago. But watching it, you're like, everything is different now. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, every kid that age has Snapchat now. There's a joke about it in the movie. Because even the uh, senior who is talking to this 8th grade girl is like, Oh my god, yes, Snapchat, that's crazy. Because... Technically, that is crazy, because when he was in eighth grade, Snapchat probably didn't exist. And it's kind of weird. When I got Snapchat, I thought it was for sending dick pics, and that's why I didn't want to get it. Because I was like, what? Why is everyone getting this? Now I know why everyone has it, but now Mm -hmm. it's funny to think, oh yeah, all these young children use it as the primary source of... uh, Dick pics. Of dick pics. (laughs) Um, Of of communication, which is crazy.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... Like, it doesn't have to do with a movie or anything, but, like, you talking about Snapchat like that, like, I've always had Snapchat, but I never used it until I went to college because, like, that's how people communicate Mm -hmm. with each other. And, like, it's so weird that kids are using it like that. Because when I was a kid, I didn't use it
0: like that. Which is weird how, like, social media changes so fast. Because when I was in college, uh, people were still heavily using Facebook as the primary, Mm -hmm. uh, Conversation tool that was only dick pic <laughs> 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 and that was only four years ago. People were still using Yik Yak. That oh, was God. the big thing at the time, even... and Yik Yak <laughs> was. I just remember the logo. I, I never. Used I don't. It. I don't even know what that is. Yik,
2: it Yik Yak,
4: like it was an anonymous place where you could just like write things, and then I know. The High School got into a lot of trouble with it. And then mm-hmm. the app was made no longer anonymous. Really? I
0: didn't know that. Yeah.
4: They made it... So everyone no, stopped using ano- it. Yeah, yeah. So it mm-hmm. never got used again.
0: It, it was just like a public... Uh, base. It, it was the phone equivalent of the bathroom stall. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of the stuff, like, if you went... It depends where you went. Like, if you go into the city or if you went onto a college campus, a lot of it was funny. Mm-hmm. But, like, for instance, I decided to go to Floodwood. <laughs> just because I was like... Hmm, a town of 500. Let's see what's on here, and there was like ten things posted, but everything was initials it's by teachers. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you can't write full names, but mm-hmm. if you live in the vicinity of a town with only 500 people, and you put initials, you're gonna know who they're talking about yeah. and you could put initials. And I read this stuff, and I was like, Miss Lindstrom. <laughs> Good lord,
1: <laughs> watch your
0: mouth, Miss, Miss Lindstrom. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so I saw this really eighth grade, <laughs> oh, but eighth grade's a good movie, and it's uh, it's it's got a lot of charm to it. The main character is great, and there's a good message to it, and it's got one of the most horrifying scenes in uh, film of 2018. Is it the pool scene? That's yeah, one. I of hear them. a lot about it, the pool, the pool scene. scene. Is like is cringy because you're like I know what it's this like, is. It's <laughs> like the one. It's like the
1: one thing that I hear in every like. Bo Burnham interview when they're talking about it it's like the pool scene.
0: You know I never had a problem with the pool when I was younger but like I had a pool party at my house and I know of people who mm. went to that party and were uncomfortable and watching that scene I was like I'm a terrible person why did I have one of those? <laughs> I remember <laughs> Yeah were you there? Were there? Yeah. 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 The big famous not famous but like everyone was there. I remember being uncomfortable. I, I don't know. I remember though like
2: because we had like it was me, you, and Evan hung out a lot, you mm-hmm. know? But then there was, like, a, a year when me, you, and Evan, and then Serena, Haley, and Siri hung out a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, like, three dudes and three girls. We hung out all the time. We were the crew. And, like, that party is the first time i talked to any of them for the first time. And mm-hmm. then after that, we were, like, really close.
0: That was where it all started. And also the beginning of the downfall of my life. It's true. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> schools. I haven't been able to escape <laughs> Hunter since then. I haven't been <laughs> able to escape but we can we can move on now. Um, but there's another horrifying scene that's in the car. The car scene is the most horrifying mm-hmm. scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. Which you'll just have to watch and you'll be terrified. Well, is it... I don't suppose it's in Redbox at all. I think it is now because it should okay. be in DVD now. It's also it? 99
4: cents on YouTube.
0: Ooh. Right now. Oh, cents.
4: I just looked it up. Never
2: I never
0: watched it tonight. On YouTube. It's also free on Putt Locker.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um...
1: How I about? do not condone pirating. <laughs> yeah. you download a car. Streaming off Tic Tac. Tic Tac. Streaming off a Tic Tac. I wasn't tech. I was like, cool when I was a kid.
2: <laughs> um I my favorite movie of the year was Creed Two. Um it was recent, um, but man, that blew my socks off in so many ways. <laughs> uh like sideways. Sideways, my socks came off sideways. They like opened up at the toes, slid up my leg, <laughs> over my head. You all right, bro? Uh, no, I I don't know what I mean. I do know why I liked it, but I there's a lot of good movies here. But man, Creed Two, I've felt feelings I haven't felt <laughs> watching Creed Two, and uh, I only saw it twice i would have saw more but i knew i had to pace myself because i didn't want to (laughs) memorize too much of it you know so i could really go on to love it more but i sincerely think that with time if i pace myself right this could potentially be in my top 10 favorite movies of all time yikes it's crazy how how much i like it like Mm -hmm. i'm i'm so surprised um Hunter's
0: crying right now. I'm trying <laughs> not to cry. Just, just <laughs> think about it. It is, oh man, yeah, it's such a good movie. I'll admit Can't that, like, it. It, the movie did make me cry, and, uh, mm-hmm. not thinking about it will make me cry, but I'll, I was, uh, listening to just the score of mm-hmm. some of the scenes, and I was just like, that's where this happens. <laughs> oh man.
2: Yeah, it's good, cause, like, I just listened to a podcast on it, uh, this morning, and, and then uh, I had to go back and rewatch Creed quick to really sort out my feelings for it. Um, and it is very different of a, of a movie. It has such a different feel from the first Creed um, and because of different directors and stuff, and I knew that going in. I'm like, okay, this could really suck because it's got a different director. Um, and I was just like, wow, yeah, so blown away by how much I liked it and enjoyed it. And I love the way that it feels, the way that that specific movie feels. And, you know, it's like... And it I don't know, it's like my empire strikes back it's just such a freaking good movie you know i'm okay that it doesn't really feel like some of the other rocky movies but at the same time it's like the culmination of every rocky movie mm-hmm. it could end the series and i you know it could it, have it, been it would be a great year. cap for the everything rocky and um but it, it capitalizes on so much of that you still you feel like he's an underdog even though like
0: he's already like the champ and like
2: yeah so good can't talk about it enough it's crazy that
0: they're even able to do like a movie like that in this day and age especially a sequel to a movie that's kind of more serious and then keep it in that same tone. Mm-hmm. And I thought that movie had the most running against it because different director, Stallone was writing again. Mm-hmm. It was a sequel to Rocky 4. Yeah. Like there's yeah. so much that could have gone so bad, but so much of what I wanted to see in the movie didn't happen, but I got stuff that was even better. Everything yeah. that I wanted was done better and more interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't believe like that third act, especially, I was like, yeah. this is <laughs> some of the best stuff we've gotten since the original Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. You guys saw Creep, too. Yeah. 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 yeah it was, it was well, really we did a whole podcast you know, on it. What am I talking about? We saw everything. Yeah. Refer to our Rocky podcast for more on that.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite movie of the year was actually probably Bandersnatch. Just because, like, I'm a little biased. I already love Dark Mirror. Dark wow. Mirror
2: dark mirror <laughs> your opinion
0: is what's not valid? This dark mirror <laughs> okay
4: there was you botched another botched your entire there, thing. <laughs> there was Favorite another thing is twilight YouTube, zone not, there was another netflix series called Darknet that was very similar to black mirror so yeah. i mix them up all the time but it's not on there anymore anyways black mirror i have already loved it I've seen every episode multiple times like, it's great and then they come out with this it's interactive so cool just really entertaining so yeah, so it Makes different. you want to
1: watch it right after you finish it. Yeah, just to do right, a after, right after we watched
4: mm-hmm. it, I looked up like more of the mm-hmm. endings. People had already mapped out certain pathways, and I was like, we ought to watch it again.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I, we didn't, but I wanted to.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's so good. Yeah. I think the concept of that is so interesting, because mm-hmm. you're potentially, for rewatchability, you're technically getting a different movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I kind of wonder if I'm going to put on my academic art cr- critic hat on right now. Like, where does that lie in the realm of art right now? Like, does that count? Is that more like a video game? Like, what is that even? Well, what is that? <laughs> did you, I don't know if
2: you read my Letterboxd review of it, but, like, it's... I think it is It is a whole new brand of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It's. I think Netflix will capitalize on, like like, virtual reality oh, yeah. is. Like, it'll be that cross between video game and movie. It'll still be a film, mm-hmm. but I think it'll be a whole new alternative version of entertainment where it is crossing the threshold between film and video game. Yeah. So it's... Because, yeah. like, even in that movie, the the, the storyline, it's almost a cop-out. They do it well, mm-hmm. enough to where you, you appreciate it, but, like, because the movie is about breaking the fourth wall and it's about, mm-hmm. like, rewinding. Is it rewinding? Because, mm-hmm. like, in the first, like, few like minutes he's like i'm gonna go back and do it over again and you're like what does that even mean because that changes (laughs) the whole movie for it immediately and then it's never referenced again so like you don't like any movie that comes out like you can't do it like that like the plot Mm -hmm. will have to be normal you can't just go back and do stuff again because netflix you can you can like do previous choice over Mm -hmm. but like i was trying to finish the movie And I was trying to finish it, like, on one pathway, and it wouldn't let me finish. It kept bringing it back until I chose a different thing. And then I'm like, I loved it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, like, that's so weird. Like, I have to fight the movie. The movie (laughs) is fighting me like the movie is about fighting, like. Yeah. It is, I I mean, so Bandersnatch is a unique work of art for itself but it is also opening up pathways for new movies in the future. Oh, it's amazing. it's like The Reservoir Dogs or like the uh um I don't know Lord of the Rings, something you know that just opens up a new genre of film. But this is a, not even just a genre of film; it's a genre of entertainment.
0: Like, yeah. it's weird because I think there has been interactive DVDs before that kind of do the same, same thing. <laughs> We've all spent hours there. Oh yeah, far, far away, <laughs> idle. Far, far away. I always uh, let
4: Puss in Boots win.
0: No, Captain every Hook. time. Every, every Captain year, every year Hook. I make Captain a Hook, pilgrim. OG. Every year I make a pilgrimage to the. Uh, Trek 2 DVD menu. Yeah. Uh, But (laughs) just let it play while you're like walking around the kitchen. (laughs) This is like a case where with those DVDs, you could hack them and just get all the footage. You know, if you just do a simple DVD rip, Mm -hmm. Banner Snatch, you can't do that because it's not like a physical document or Mm -hmm. media. It's online, Mm -hmm. it's streaming. So how one would hack that, I don't know. So how. Can you see everything? Because there's been reports that not everything's even been really released. Yeah, not everyone thinks That's mm-hmm. crazy. I've seen That's from, insane.
4: like, from the, I don't remember who produced it or whatever, but from the person who created that episode, mm-hmm. he said there are pathways that we may never, ever, ever find just because it's a very specific combination of choices to get there. Yeah. So, like, you might have to pick the wrong pathway three times and then pick the right one to unlock a certain combination. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that's so cool. Yeah. Like, there's endless possibilities. You it's, could watch that forever and maybe never get a different it's ending.
2: It's, like, the closest thing to Ready Player One we've ever had. Yeah. I think, like, honestly.
0: Bandersnatch so cool. is the only movie now. <laughs> <laughs> there's scenes that
2: they filmed that are supposed to be there, that are, like, in the theatrical release, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. that we'll never see. That's mm-hmm. that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That There's scenes that they put in a the theatrical release version that mm-hmm. you will never see. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And there I mean, are some like
2: that, like, that some, means that I could see something that you'll never see. Yeah, because you'll never know my choices.
4: Yeah, that's that's, that's crazy
2: that you guys are probably like. Yeah, that's.
4: And art. I mean, we could, we <laughs> could end art. up with the same ending, but see like totally different scenes. I think that's really. Yeah. cool Did you get this? Did you get the scene where it's like,
1: like <laughs> he's
0: naked? Are you messing with me? That's the thing. Now we'll never know. <laughs> no, you'll, you'll never know. Just, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, did you get
4: the scene where he fights his therapist? Yes. That's hilarious. Yep, I got to that apparently, one. Yeah, it's
1: right after that.
4: Okay, apparently there's that one. movie
1: ends after
2: you fight the therapist. No, it
4: no, doesn't. No, it doesn't. It, no, it doesn't.
2: actually doesn't.
1: No, it, no joke, it doesn't. 100%
4: doesn't. Because the last thing <laughs> See, is. Did you pick
2: Karate of... Chop the Dad or yeah. did yeah. you pick Kick the Dad of the Nuts? I did no, Karate Chop and it ended No, we Chopped. Him. It ended it for me. Really? Well,
4: you yeah. made Stupid choices then.
2: Yeah. You <laughs> no. It. It's because of your first did, choice. You didn't pick the naked one. I ending. must have picked something else. It was probably the cereal. <laughs> I had the cereal. Wait, what cereal did you pick? Frosty flakes. are healthier. That's what we picked.
4: What music did you pick? Uh,
2: which one? There's two times. Oh. vinyl What tape
4: did you pick?
2: Uh, the. Uh, uh, brothers? Yeah, the brothers. That's one. what we picked. Too. What
4: vinyl did you pick?
2: The one on the right, the more spacey looking one. That's, That's the, the one, one we, we picked,
4: picked too. <laughs> <laughs> so you must have messed up somewhere.
0: Messed up? Yeah, right. Yeah. Did you
4: take. Did you.
0: Let's stop talking about it. Okay, Don't yeah. spoil it. <laughs> have you seen it yet? Can't wait to make an interactive Shawshank Redemption. Do you want? Do you want Andy to escape through the back door or through the tunnel of shit? <laughs> yeah, Schindler's List. <laughs> Sophie's choice. I just realized you haven't even seen <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. What was her choice? Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen Reasons Why. Oh gosh. Oh. Heather, what is Hannah's choice? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, by the way, Zach, it's your turn. Yeah, I know.
1: Uh, <laughs> Venom?
0: Your favorite movie <laughs> of the year.
1: Okay. No, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, actually, it's uh, mid 90s. Nice. I, uh, I didn't know what to expect going in. It was like a weird artsy thing that was like full screen at the movie theaters. Jonah Hill, like grainy, like kind of movie. And I like, related a lot with the story. Like, I was that little kid who would hang out with the older kids and, like, try to fit in. And, like, a lot of those experiences I had. Like, not cracking my head open. No. (laughs) But... No, I'm, like, on the same page as you. Like, I relate, but
0: not exactly, because, yeah, I wasn't...
1: Like, I felt that movie. It was... It was an experience, and I really enjoyed
0: it. That was... Yeah, I kind (laughs) of thought that, too, because I had... I had an older, uh, an older cousin who actually did skateboard, but it wasn't like Brandon. the movie. Not Brandon. No, Josh, actually. Uh, he was big into skateboarding, but just... Uh, and all the friends were... There was like a time in Floodwood where everybody was skateboarding, yeah. and I was like... This is- where is there a skateboard in Floodwood? <laughs> we had a skate park. We had a skate park. Where? That's what I mean. Like It, it actually metal. it became so... <laughs> it, it was so, like, actually kind of popular that they decided to get a skate park. Huh. I know there was that during that time, skateboarding was becoming big in general, though. Mm-hmm. But, like, everybody was doing it. And my cousin was big into it, so I had... I tried my hand. I, I was no good, but...
1: Same with and Like, they... Like, there was... Probably, like... 10, 20 kids who'd like skateboard around, and then they finally decided to build a skate park in like, what was it, 20, 2009 or something?
0: Yeah, but like, was it by the time they did it, no one cared anymore? Because that's why. Uh, like fun two way. years later,
1: yeah. Then it was just like little kids would go on like their scooters on it. and stuff. Yeah, because ours ours
0: does not get used now. In fact, no, it was it was up for to- sale at one point. I thought it'd be funny to buy it, <laughs> but <laughs> then was, people start using yours? it at your house. <laughs> was, yours,
1: was yours like? <laughs> Removable? Like was it? Yeah, it was
0: just it was no it was just metal on the on the it's heavy. Laptop. It's hard to push around. but I remember could. they were talking about they were making the park, uh, I believe at one point near the water tower, which I think would have been a better location, mm-hmm. but it just never happened and it was always in a bad spot. Mm-hmm. But even then, skateboarding just kind of died down. Yeah. This, skateboarding is kind of a dangerous sport to begin with. Like, it's well, not... That parking front. lot was
2: awful. It's like, yeah. it was such like porous cement and then mm. there was gravel. Like over regular
1: it, so. Duluth roads.
0: If you really want to skateboard, than that. it'd be yeah. much more worth it to just yeah. drive to the encounter anyway. Because yeah, they just kind of have a better spot and it's indoors. Yeah. But I lived there for two years. Right? Oh man, I remember that having. Yeah. Oh, could, I, can we just take a whole podcast episode talking about the journey to Hunter's bedroom, which included? Oh, yeah. Well, we, this you didn't have to walk up in the ceiling rafters, but I know we did at one point. Yeah, yeah we did.
1: <laughs> it was like at the encounter.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm like, why are we doing this? And then there was the the basketball court that was just yeah. there. There was. <laughs> like, did you take you to the roof? I, that's, was, that's that's, no, a that's where that's where you were trying to lead us. I think, oh, yeah. but we didn't so know. Like, that's it was a journey. Cold.
2: I, was, I think it was winter when you guys came, and I think
0: we just so. decided not to. And I was yeah. too freaked out to begin with. You're going on those rafters. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And but I remember <laughs> the gym. you yeah, had to like hop time. onto this like second platform to get yeah. to your bedroom. It wasn't like a stairwell there. It was just kind of stairs. Wasn't there like a spot where you like had to hop up though, and it was like really no. weird. I think I was just taking you guys for fun of it. Oh, okay. So I was just <laughs> of around. Yeah, you I just remembered to. it was there's like... Stairs. like yeah, there's Yeah, Like, stairs. I never, I've never, i never really seen the equivalent of, like, one of those weird Tim Burton houses until I went to, like, that place and there was all these weird, like, oh, yeah? mm-hmm. passages here and there and yeah. I was like,
2: what is this place? Well, it was the first, it was Deuce Armory at first oh, and then yeah. it became the Shriner Building. So every <laughs> room had a bar in it, like, at <laughs> one time. <laughs> And now uh, anyway, it's a church. <laughs> that's, that's my, that was
1: my old apartment. Yeah, that was um, speaking. Times. Speaking the mid nineties. Did, did you well, yeah. Did you see the nunchucks hanging in his
0: room? Those uh, are mine. No, yeah, I didn't. That Zach moved me in. Moved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, the mid nineties. But like, yeah, mid nineties. Uh, definitely related, just because, especially with that um, the one who was like the gatekeeper for the group, which was, like, this kid who was slightly older, but hated this other kid who was, like, slightly younger than him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, I feel that. I feel Not that. Not with, like, a specific person, but, like... Just that th- feeling? There was always that, like, one person. But, yeah, I related to that movie in that way. I'm like, yeah, I remember hanging out with these kids. Never parting though. Never any of that, like, uh... I did, I never took it to that level. <laughs> well, because... And, I mean, there's a point where he's, like... He's like drinking, and mm-hmm. this kid who is probably twelve or thirteen is like sleeping with a girl, which I'm like, oh my god! But I'm like at the same time, I'm like, I guess that would be happening. That does yeah. happen to people. It's just that that is not something I experienced. Yeah, like, I've been, I've, I've, kind of fun. I've no been in, cool enough.
1: <laughs> I've been in those situations where that could have easily been me, but I I was always too scared, like to do any of that. I was, ah. Like what what will? Am I gonna die if I do this? Is, am
0: I gonna get caught? But. You know what's funny about my like, cousin was the fact that he uh, Never drank in high school And all his friends mostly didn't drink And they all hung out at his place They had this like separate building they called the shack And they would play video games in there And watch movies and that was like about it There was never like drinking Going on or stuff like that So I never related to that part But like everything else sure But yeah, yeah. Uh Mid 90s was a good movie though I liked it a lot. Uh, but yeah, that was some of our uh, favorites. Should we talk about the worst movies of the year now? Mm-hmm. Some of the worst? The oh, Nun. Yeah? Well, yours is The Nun. <laughs> <laughs> worst movie ever. Guess. It, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. That was the one I like, skipped. Yeah. yeah.
4: I wanted to see it just because I do really like the Conjuring universe, and I like all the like lore behind it. And I saw this, and I was like, I know it's going to suck. But it might be necessary knowledge for the Conjuring, like
1: universe. Universe.
4: Mm-hmm. It's not. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's interesting to know the background behind it, but
1: I went. I because could have done without it. I went because they said they'd pay for me. <laughs> <laughs> Come uh, on, Zach. I don't. I don't really subscribe to that kind of horror movie anyway. Like, possession and stuff freaks me out for one, and just that style of like. That guy only does jump scares <laughs> in those movies. Well,
4: that's kind of like the popular thing right now.
1: Yeah, because those movies are the popular scary movies right now.
4: It's because they scare people, so that's what is being made. Like,
1: yeah, and I just don't like it. Yeah, I think those are like mom scary
2: movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're like a mom who couldn't handle Green Room. No, but
0: oh, a mom would go and see the nun, yeah, you know? and then jump and throw the popcorn in the air and be like, "Ooh, yeah. that was so spooky!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, and I know
4: people like Becca. She didn't really think Green Room was scary. Like, she's much more like it needs to make me jump. It needs yeah. to make me react in okay. some way. Desensitized
1: in a sense, where and like,
4: like I know, you know a lot of people are like that. Like they don't. Like the idea of the movie doesn't scare them as much, so like psychological thrillers mm-hmm. aren't as effective because mm-hmm. that's more like thinking about it and like
1: letting it sink
2: in. Letting yeah. it, yeah. cream could be a, a drama or a thriller, yeah. But that's you know, it's still like I I was horrified. I'm yeah. horrified every time I watch it. Yeah, yeah and she that, unzips him with a box cover? Yeah. yeah, and that or, or awesome. the dogs are eating people's throats. Yeah, and that's why I, and I feel I'm like horrified. That's <laughs> why I
1: say like people are desensitized to that stuff just because. Like, like they need something to shock their system yeah. in order to be mm-hmm. scared, quote yeah. unquote. And,
4: and it just comes off as cheaper. But like I know, that's why a lot of people go to see those because they're like, "Oh, this is scary! Like this yeah. is gonna, this is horror! This is gonna scare." Unfriended. me. Unfriended yeah. is oh, just
1: a
2: ju- it's a, a turtle jump scare. <laughs> <I hated> that.
1: <laughs> that movie that was probably Miley's favorite movie of that. Year. I was
4: gonna that's probably the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Ever.
1: Ever. Really? Wow. It was horrible. <laughs> Last Airbender will always be my least favorite movie I only half time.
4: paid attention to that, but Unfriended was absolutely terrible. It was
2: better than, like, I mean, like, real, like, The Room, like... still haven't seen I it. I would
4: rather see The Room. Have you seen it yet, then? I've seen parts of it.
0: it. It's funny, because, like, Unfriended yeah. was the reason I didn't go see Searching, because I was... I got sick of the gimmick. I've seen the gimmick, uh... I remember when I was in college, they showed some video that was about the making of the third, or it was the third or fourth Transformers film. And that was the first time they used that kind of technique of, you know, Mm -hmm. filming everything through a desktop. It was interesting, but I was like, this is kind of a gimmick. How you really make a movie out of this, it's fun for indie filmmakers, but, I mean, seeing it in in the theaters, what's the point? Until I saw Searching, which I skipped at the theater, but I kept hearing about it, so I finally saw it, and that is one of the best movies of this year, but that's Unfriended's fault that I didn't see it because Unfriended turned me off from that idea of, like, oh, everything's in the desktop, and oh, spooky, scary things. I thought Searching was a horror film until I saw it, and I was like, oh, this is actually a, a thriller, which, mm-hmm. and it was good. But, and also speaking on The Conjuring, I haven't really seen much Conjuring stuff since the first one, which the first one's good. Not scary, as everyone says, no, obviously.
1: It's, it's not, it's just... Every time
0: scares. every time there's a good horror movie out, everyone always says, scariest movie of all time, which mm-hmm. obviously it's not. Annabelle I saw and I thought that was stupid. So, I, I've skipped both uh, sequels there. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Conjuring 2 or Annabelle Creation, which I hear is way better than the first one. But The Nun, yeah, I'm just not into The Conjuring, so I didn't see it. And then they didn't get good reviews, so I was like... Why see this? Mm
1: -hmm. And The Nun is just a spin off of Conjuring 2. The the Nun was in that movie. Mm -hmm. And now they're doing another spin off of that movie. Crooked Man? Crooked Man.
0: And it's. Yeah. It's just like watered down. Yeah. I'd rather see Sister Act. That's the better (laughs) Nun (laughs) horror film. Sister Act 2. I will follow him. I will follow him where he may go. What's your f- least favorite? <laughs> I'm I'm assuming
1: it was yours too. None. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> Hunter, what was your? Um,
4: no, none wasn't my least favorite.
0: Wait, what was your least favorite?
4: Crimes of Grindelwald.
0: Oh yeah. But well, was, I mean,
4: t- the more I think about it, the more I'm actually mad.
0: You that hate that, that worse out. than I the nun.
4: Hate the that movie because it's it's pooping on my favorite series it's, of all
0: time. You know when when we all I'm first saw so that. Spotted. Yeah, <laughs> turned out onto the old. I thing. thought I,
4: even a nice turd. It's like
0: I thought you were all fine with it the first I'm, time we saw it. I know okay, you were.
1: I still am. I just hate the inconsistencies of the like continuity. continuity. Yeah, the yeah. continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I I still had fun in the movie. I still love the beasts. I still love the characters.
4: Mm. See, I was fine with it at the time, but the more I think about it, the more that I think about what actually happened, and like. I just I'm less okay with it the more time that goes by and it just it makes me angry I
2: can Mm -hmm. see it because I mean in a way like you have like a horse in the race like you're a Harry Potter person like Mm -hmm. I'm not like Mm -hmm. I I appreciate it I've seen them all twice now Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm still not like the way I am about like Marvel or something Yeah. Um, but like one thing I know like with Aquaman I'm comparing Aquaman to stuff Um, Crimes of Grindelwald had better screenwriting than Aquaman I think, I think better screenwriting. The dialogue in it was significantly fun. better, and I will stand by that. Well,
0: I mean the dialogue, because yeah. all all Aquaman says is "My man" and "Yeah, well, not, You and, didn't I say mean, that he, one, but <laughs> everyone else tuned the
2: movie. But that's like the genre. That stupid, that's right? a genre of dialogue. Like Django Fett was the same way. And all right, I reckon, uh, yeah, I don't know everyone.
0: Like but, I'll
4: agree that the dialogue is better, but literally everything yeah, else. Yeah, no, about the them, movie is bad. Yeah. It's bad. Like Look, I was just comparing cool. and
0: Taco Man. Yeah. Anybody could talk smart though, and not have anything actually going on. Yeah.
4: yeah. See, I think the reason I was more okay with it the night that we saw it is because it's a pretty movie. It looks nice, and I was—I don't know—I was seduced by
0: it. good set design. Like, That's like the one thing I really can say. It's got good set design. Mm-hmm good costumes and the effects are good. Harry Potter's always been really good effects. It's just a terrible movie, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it's and I can't believe it cuz everybody involved has been involved in the other one, mm-hmm. So what went wrong here? I have no idea even. Like it's I can explain it but like why they made those choices, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know why either the studio or J.K. Rowling or who or mm-hmm. what or what I don't know what meeting happened, but I yeah. want to be in that meeting and be like, "So this is where it happened." Because yeah. <laughs> the first one, I mean, come on! If you compare the two, the first Fantastic Piece is not nearly as bad as Grindelwald. See, I mean, that I movie's love almost the good. First one, yeah. I think it's
4: it's mm-hmm. not as good as the original series. But I did, I really loved the first one. I loved all the creatures we got to meet. I love Newt. I know some people. My mom hates Newt. partially because his name is Newt, and she hates amphibians and reptiles, so she's
1: biased. Wow, that is uh, a specific reason. (laughs) Just like how Becca hates uh, Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets because of spiders. Yeah. That's a good reason. But,
4: yeah, it's just like, I don't even think it really has the feel of the first one. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's not good. Nothing, nothing is good.
0: What is Goebbels' worst movie of the year? I don't even know. Uh...
2: My worst movie of the year is Tag.
1: I fell asleep, so I never, I didn't count it for this year. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna say Aquaman. I forgot <laughs> no. you hated that so much. But I, didn't, I didn't even tag. log it in Letterbox because I fell asleep. So. Oh yeah. Why didn't you like Tag? Ah, every reason possible. I think it was just,
2: I in a way I thought it was just. I realized how overhyped it was as soon as I started watching mm-hmm. it, but. Um, some of the editing was kind of neat, and that's the only thing. You know, like the premise was like so straightforward, which is fine. But like the I don't know. I've seen so many other movies like take something simple like that and do good. Like I hated every shred of dialogue that anyone said anything. Every joke seemed like ham-fisted and like I don't know. I I just was not impressed with this thing. I don't. I didn't laugh one time you know and yeah i don't know i was like i'm like how did they get all these actors to do this you know it felt like they owed someone a debt and that's why (laughs) but then it got promoted so much i was like i don't understand Mm -hmm. like it's it felt like such a dad movie but they weren't promoting it to dads like Mm -hmm. i don't know like what like the goal was with it like exactly and like it tried to like pull out your heartstrings, you know? And oh, I, I was like, part of it, actually. I was like, yeah. this is so, like, cheap. And, like, the whole movie just felt cheap to me. I was just, like, bummed out that they got so many good actors together to do something mm-hmm. so bad. And it, just, it felt like they were there because they owed someone something. That's the only,
1: I'll, I, yeah. I'll pro- if it's at, like, Pawn America or something, I might still pick it up just because mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. And I don't mm-hmm. want to, like, go out of my way just to go rent it. So mm-hmm. if it's there, I'll I'll pick it for up for like ninety
2: cents or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yet
0: again, another year of bad comedies and or, or just non-existent comedies that's cause because
1: we're doing good as a country. That's exactly every time we're good. <laughs> you count good superhero movies as comedies?
2: We did okay, but yeah, if, yeah. If that's you know, the if thing. If you go just super or just
0: comic or, or like yeah. comedy,
2: like yeah, we didn't have any. Well, good.
0: comedy's just going such a different direction yeah. of like straight up comedy movies. Yeah. And I mean. Of the ones that came out this year, I know the big ones were Blockers, Game Night, and Tag. I I did not like Blockers at all. Mm -hmm. But I really did like Game Night, and I really liked Tag, but both of them I realized I didn't really like it for it being funny. I liked it for the story and the concept and just how far they went with it, which. Mm -hmm that's sometimes all I need for a comedy. It's kind of like horrible bosses. That movie's mm-hmm. not really laugh out loud funny to me. Really? Oh, okay. I mean, I it's laugh, got g- my it's it's out. got good moments <laughs> in it, but <laughs> like it's the idea that they went so far with this kind of implausible idea. Same yeah. with Where the Millers. It's like, yeah. I that, like movie, that movie. That movie's not funny to me, but like the concept goes so far that it becomes funny mm-hmm. and. Because it's like, it's taking this subject matter that is just impossible. Mm-hmm. And that's what Tag does. It's it's like, this would never go this far. And that's why I kind of enjoyed it. Because mm-hmm. you got Jeremy Renner just kind of beating the crap out of some of them. And I thought that was kind of great. But I agree that by the end, it started to fall apart on I me. Mean, especially when they're like, let's have this... Whole sentimental moment and have some character die I'm like, what? Why are we doing this? Like, really? This movie had nothing like this until now. There was no build up. It's not like fanboys where that's like the premise of the movie is that one of the characters is dying and then comedy ensues. This one is comedy ensues and by the way, this guy's dying. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, we're gonna do this now? Yeah.
1: Oh, so what is that theory that like bad comedy... like? If there's bad comedies there's like the country's doing well or something. You told me this once.
0: I said that if the country is doing bad politically, like we have bad politicians in office. I probably didn't word it this way the first time, but basically um if we have bad politicians in office, it usually leads to better comedy. Also, SNL's seasons are usually better. Like right now, they were having a really funny season because we got such uh, doofuses in office. <laughs> well, just making fools of themselves, anyway.
1: See, I don't really like all the political like
0: sketches that they do. I I I can see that, and I know a lot of people have also been saying like, oh, political correctness is kind of ruining comedy. And to a, a degree, I I think that's true, but not for the reason of political uh, correctness, is ruining everything. It's the fact that I don't think people who are currently writing comedy know how to write around that, and that's why the comedies aren't as good. But you can obviously make some great comedies with that in mind, and still yeah. make them great. I mean, the um, what was the name of that movie that came out last year? Uh, I'm going to completely forget about it, but it came out and it was funny, and it, I can't say the guy's name, but Cumil uh, Nanjiani, yeah. yeah. He, what was the name of that the movie? B- he the was Sick. the Big Sick. Yeah. That was a funny movie. That was a movie that kept political correctness in check and also made jokes about it. And he still made a funny movie. Yeah. And the thing is, though, did we get anything like that this year? Not really, because nobody's writing like that. Because mm-hmm. everyone who is writing right now doesn't know how to write around that. So instead, we're getting these bigger concept ideas like Game Night and Tag. They're taking these implausible ideas and centering it around comedy, and I still think they're good, but, you know, like, I kind of agree with that, that I just think it's the writers don't know how to write around it right now. Yeah, I think it's
2: filtering out. I think it's good because it's filtering out the truly talented and the ones who've been getting away with having, like like, cheap comedy, like, like where they've been using, you know, the R-word to yeah. get a laugh, you know? Like, we
0: haven't had a hall pass in a long time, and mm-hmm. that was, like, one where it was like, that movie's just bad, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't even say that one's, like, offensive, but even, like, an offensive comedy, we haven't gotten one like that in a long time, because even them, I don't think they're being allowed to write, because they're like, this stuff just doesn't work anymore. Well,
1: yeah. Like, they're writing... They're still doing like Sunny in Philadelphia, and that's like as bad as it can get. And like, yeah, but that's like the funny because one fun of
2: the point of people using the R word to be funny. Yeah. The only reason that, that show some works is, is because people still do it. Like like uh, who's the I can't stand Dane Cook. You know, he's like kind of finally losing steam because he still uses the R word and I he still even... has jocks laughing at his shows. I don't so even it's know the only what people who pay to see. Doing
1: anymore? I haven't heard about him in like. That's what I'm saying. Years. Like
2: it's filtering out those people, or freaking. Oh, I can't stand this girl either. Um, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. That's what I was going to say. She's losing steam because she's someone she doesn't she's also necessarily crazy, incorporate yeah. the art. Oh, but whether or not like she's she just was a losing steam beforehand, comic. She, she steals just,
4: people's jokes. Yeah. And she's finally
1: getting. like... It, they're filtering out yeah. the truly I talented think, from the people who, like. I still aren't. think she's on top. I think she's just. Think
0: so. she, no. she still has a fan base just because she hasn't released anything it doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah. But, like, I've always thought that she had a good movie. Trainwreck was good, but that had a lot writing with it that had a bunch of extra good Mm -hmm. creatives behind it i've never really thought that her form of comedy was really funny this this the self-deprecating humor that is done to say I, i just i don't really get what she's doing sometimes but like some of the stuff i really like right now that i think is doing better like it's always sunny in philadelphia is doing good because, like, those characters are not these rich, on-top-of-the-world entourage-like people because that was the number one show for the longest time. Why? I don't know. But Mm -hmm. Sunny in Philadelphia is about these low-lives who still think they're on top of the world with all this, like, privilege. And they Mm -hmm. ruin everybody's lives. And that's like, they're making a point. They have a very extreme uh, view on life. But it's like, oh, you realize Mm -hmm. these a-holes exist, but the thing is, they're still... A-holes in the end mm-hmm. You know And that's like That's kind of the point point. And a lot of their uh, Episodes Point out Everything that's like uh, Wrong with society yeah, And exactly. that's like the point point. And every Yeah of course Every single episode Will still get one group In an uproar Because mm-hmm. it's always the people Who haven't watched the show And don't know the context of yeah. it it was like the episode where they all woke up and they were black. And that was the name of the episode. <laughs> the gang turns black. Yeah. And then they discover what it's like to be a black person. Right, yeah. And the whole joke at the end of the episode is like what I think like just points out everything that's wrong with society right there. <laughs> it was making so many good points. But people got mad about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can see why. But do you actually watch the episode? Did you see the context of it? Or did you just read the name of the episode yeah. and get mad? Or, like, I mean, one of the episodes they're doing their lethal weapon uh, <laughs> spin offs, and, like, one character's in blackface. Danny DeVito's in all Indian yeah. makeup. And it's like, and it's hilarious because they just don't know that it's wrong. And they don't get it. And <laughs> that's the comedy, though. That's, like, why The Office is a thing. Like, they're not,
2: you know. But, like, like for me, like, the big turn of the century in the political correctness is when the R word became not okay to use. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, so there's some comedians that still expect a laugh when they call someone the R word, mm-hmm. and then there's comedians who make fun of people who still use the R word because they think it's funny. That is like modern humor. Is that's what Sunny, that's what Parks and Rec and The Office do. Is that they make fun of people who still think it's okay to to use that type of humor from 2003 and four.
0: And you know? it, it's good that you brought up The Office because I anybody who says political correctness is ruining comedy, and that you know everybody's using it too much. No, look at The Office. The Office mm-hmm. is still one of the most watched shows ever. Yeah, it, it is the most be. popular show of like all time. Mm-hmm. All that show is about is politically incorrect humor. It's about all the characters in that show trying to help the main guy who is just so out of touch with the reality, but is trying so hard to be in yeah. touch with reality. That is the premise of the mm-hmm. show. And that's why everybody loves it because, like, everybody can relate to that crap. Yeah. And so, screw anybody who says that.
2: Mm -hmm. But we don't have any movies that do that. That's why movies yeah. suck this year.
0: It's cause we yeah, well, because everyone's bad. afraid to do it. And then everybody, and then the people who did write bad comedies are just kind of out of it now. Or they're still getting a movie by once in a while, like that Sherlock Holmes movie oh came out. Which just, I've heard I've people heard, have
4: been walking yeah, out of that. Know. I hear
0: that's people one of the worst movies this year, and really? I skipped out on it.
4: I'm kind of mm-hmm. sad I missed
0: it. I'm, I, I feel bad that. Is it we'll, not in theaters
2: anymore?
0: It's still in theaters, but yeah, you know, it'll it, go quick. I don't
4: know. I kind of want to see it just to see how bad.
2: I love Will Ferrell and John C. Rye together. That's the mm-hmm. only reason
0: I wanted to see it. I think
2: the premise is so dumb, but
0: but that's what I mean. That's like a perfect example of not something that's politically incorrect and behind with the times, but just its style of comedy just doesn't really work anymore mm-hmm. because it's just old. And that's really that's really it. Mm-hmm. Um, my worst movie of the year was uh, The 1517 to Paris, by the way. Which, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, not much to talk about there. It was just boring. We didn't like, see it, I'm
2: pretty sure.
0: Nobody really saw it. Man, when I brought this up at the film group, no one even knew what I was talking about. I was like, well, Clint Eastwood released this other movie this year, The 1517 to Paris, based on... You did on... talk
1: about that in, a, in one of the podcasts. I did bring it, it up because
0: it, up. it was a movie that just so notoriously bored the hell out of me. And it took the real people involved and just had them play themselves so that already felt pretty um i don't know just kind of cocky to me mm-hmm. like oh we did this great thing and now we're in this movie together and look at we're heroes and which i but granted they are heroes so whatever <laughs> they are heroes yeah. they did a good thing if they want to cast them whatever I'll see it make a good movie. they didn't they're they're boring they're not good actors too, so that doesn't help, but they're just boring characters throughout, and it all leads up to this climax that's not exciting at all, and it makes the whole event like honestly, and this is bad, but it makes the whole event less heroic than it probably was because you want to think these people saved a lot of people, and the movie makes you think that they're just it was just this quick thing that. Mm they just lucky that they were there knew what they were doing and the story it makes it seem way smaller than it should have mm-hmm. it should have made it seem heroic and it's like and it's not like Clint Eastwood can't do this I know you didn't like Sully but I did and I thought it made that little tiny moment in history like a big deal it made the guy important it made you understand him a lot better and I thought you yeah. made it interesting at least this movie did not do that at all it was just boring 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 it was for the people who wanted to experience that event again but it should just stayed in the news cycle and that's it and it should just went away it just Mm -hmm. and i i think it ruins the impact of that news story
3: Mm.
0: so there you go but that was just simply boring i mean crimes of grindelwald probably would have been my worst movie but just because it was just fascinating how bad it was (laughs) plus i had other good things riding for it like the the good costumes, good set design, good effects 1570 in the Paris had nothing There, I had nothing when I left. I couldn't say one good thing about the movie except for the fact that you know what, they put Jenna Fisher in the movie she needs to be in more movies, that's it that is the only thing I can say about it and that's not really even saying anything Yeah. Uh, but we can move on to some other categories now
2: <laughs> most disappointing movie um uh, the same thing no, worst movie is the worst movie. The movie you were like, hyped is up is a movie for. you were excited for, and you're like, "Wow!" Like it's, it may not be necessarily the worst movie you've seen, but definitely it was the biggest letdown. Well,
0: well real quick, Chloe, was yours still Crimes of Grindelwald? No, the biggest actually, letdown? what was it?
4: Really? Mine was Ant-Man and the Wasp. What?
0: You were more excited for Ant-Man and the Wasp than Crimes of Grindelwald? No way. Well, just That's I mean, based right. on like what Wait, you got yeah, and what you okay. wanted.
4: Yeah, what I was expecting from Ant-Man and the Wasp was more than I got. Like, okay. so, like, Crimes of Grindelwald, I was excited for that, but, like, I kind of wanted to try to not double up on categories, so, like, Mm -hmm. I kept this one kind of separate. Like, I was expecting way more from Ant-Man and the Wasp than, like, what was actually in -hmm. the movie. Like, it was boring. I didn't really like it. It wasn't, it definitely wasn't the worst movie of the year. Yeah. That was still definitely Crimes of Grindelwald, but, um, it was just disappointing. It was it was
2: disappointing it. my first time, and I went and saw it again. I liked it a lot okay. more the second time. I thought, Maybe I'll have to watch it I again. I think it's like a, s- I was
1: just... it's a solid Marvel movie. Like it's not the best, or and it's not the worst, but it's like it deserves a spot there. Mm-hmm. But it, it coming off of Avengers, it it doesn't seem very special yeah. at all.
2: Yeah, even regard like it is a Marvel movie, I think, mm-hmm. but it felt way more like is episodic a word. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: It's an episode. It feels like.
4: Yeah. Like the only thing I can remember from it is like ghost.
2: I forget she's in it. Yeah.
4: And the one <laughs> I remember time where Sonny he like... Birch
2: more than I remember her. Yeah.
4: Or like when he has the suit super big and he's like running around yeah. in his underwear. That's all I, I, I remember, remember.
1: I remember
2: the <laughs> Asian guy more than than yeah. the, the
1: school scene when he's like oh, when he's toddler. like a little
4: kid. <laughs> <laughs> See, I always forget about that, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that
1: was like my it. favorite yeah. part.
0: Um, it's what? just so. Meh. I, I I did like it, but the more people talk about it, I'm like, not that I think it's worse, it's mm-hmm. just that I realize I don't really remember much of it happening. Mm-hmm. It might be because I haven't seen it again, and mm-hmm. I saw so many other movies, the, but...
1: The thing I hate most about it is that it's, like, you're not really getting anywhere most of the movie, like, it's mostly just him trying to get back home so he doesn't get caught.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
2: He's, but I, he's like the least character in the movie, I think. Yeah.
0: It was the one that was written most like a TV episode yeah. of the Marvel Cinematic Films, yeah. which already Ant-Man felt like a TV episode. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, there's so much history to that movie and when, you know, Edgar Wright wasn't directing anymore and obviously there were a lot of changes, made the movie mm-hmm. a lot smaller, probably a lot more dull than it could have been. But I still enjoy the movies. They're funny. Paul Rudd is like my spirit animal. I love Paul oh, Rudd actually God. so much. I so love-
1: he's one of He's probably my top five favorite comedian.
0: I, I love everything he's in, and I think his personality is like amazing. Yeah. So that alone just kinda sells me on the movie. Like when I saw the Avengers Endgame like trailer, for instance, uh, he shows yeah, up for a second. Well you didn't see it. Well no, come we didn't on, see you, it. you all know I he's can't. in the movie, for God's sakes. We, hope. we
4: don't know that.
0: Oh come you know, on, he's in, he's in the in it, cast list. It, he's in but the cast list. I don't know
2: anything about the trailer, so don't Fine.
0: he shows up for a second.
2: In the TV monitor.
0: Don't that's it. <laughs> he doesn't even I'm say a line. i assume it's your TV monitor. He, <laughs> he doesn't even up say a yet. line, but I, I I got excited just seeing him. I, I really
1: know. want to see the trailer. <laughs> I don't don't watch it. But That'd yeah, I liked oh,
4: it. True. I was just disappointed. Oh, and that. the reason I can like distinguish it from like Grindelwald is I'm mad at that movie. I'm not just disappointed. I'm angry that it's a thing. Is this, one, this one? I feel like, like that would be the
2: that would be the category. It would be Grindelwald would be
0: disappointing, and then no, because
4: I'm not disappointed. Hated
0: movie or worst movie would have been. Something well, I mean, them, uh, well, being disappointed in something is more like you know, like it's like your child.
4: Like, yeah, that's like, what I'm you thinking. You want
0: to love it, but you're like so disappointed you <laughs> You're I don't, like, I you don't even want to love it. I
4: want
1: it to be good. I don't want it to be a thing. Ant-Man was like her kid and then like Grindelwald was like her kid's friend who like burnt your cat.
4: Yeah. <laughs> that's perfect.
1: I feel like
0: that would be this category. That's how I no. thought of it. As Ant-Man basically.
4: is my kid who got an F in math and I'm disappointed but I still love him.
0: What would your star review of that be? Of Ant-Man? Yeah, how many?
4: I think I gave it Three and a half? Chloe's
0: going to go, go, three and a half out of, out of five, but you still like, like disappointed.
4: Well, okay, so that was... Right that's still, like,
0: I a thought. solid... You out. can yeah. agree that the movie Something's is Something's not good. adding up here. Like, Black Panther is, like, a
2: three and a half star movie for me, mm-hmm. but I can't stand it, so... Yeah, I, I mean, it's a good movie,
4: I just, I was expecting more, yeah. you know, so I was let down by what
0: was... Mine was Jurassic World. Mine was also Jurassic World. Well, mm-hmm. we've talked about that a lot, but I mean, like, it's still... A Quite the movie to talk about. Also the fact that uh, Crimes of Grindelwald and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom have a lot in common very strangely enough. I don't know why they do. There are wizards in both.
4: (laughs) And dinosaurs.
1: T-Rexes with wands.
0: Both (laughs) movies about just nothing. Nothing happens and it's all build up for a sequel we did not get.
4: (laughs) And I don't even know if I want that sequel now.
0: Oh, yeah, I don't want the sequel. The only difference between the two, actually, though, is that uh, Grindelwald is making the least amount in the entire Harry Potter film series, so hopefully that will send a signal to Warner Brothers, be like, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore, but Fallen Kingdom was still one of the highest grossing movies this year. It made, like, a billion and some change in Mm. worldwide totals.
2: I met so many people who love it. I don't know why. I don't get it. I... I mean, It's I, been that long since they've seen dinosaurs on screen, but they need to like this mm-hmm. movie. It's
0: well, I large. thought I was going to go the route of Lost World. I mean, by the time Lost World came out in 97, uh, was it? Mm-hmm. People were already sick of dinosaurs. They got them once. Jurassic Park was great, but like they got them one time. You mean to tell me you didn't want to go for more? That movie made like not as much as mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, and then the third one came out and no one saw it. Now we have Jurassic World, which is one of the highest-grossing movies of all time, and now they keep making money. This can become like the Transformers franchise now, where they just keep making money, and people, yeah. they, I guess worldwide totals, yeah, because like a lot of action movies, you don't rely on dialogue; you just rely on scenes happening and action happening. But the thing is, after the opening third, the rest of the movie sucked. I mean, what do yeah. you have to say about
1: it? I mean, once they got off the island, it, it, was, yeah. it was bad. That the whole mansion was exactly. stupid. The Jurassic mansion. Once the, I realized the, the that they were gone, I
2: was like, "They better go back to another effing island soon." The, <laughs> <Are both, laughs> the <laughs> villain <available or> was <laughs>
1: obvious from the beginning. Uh, the, the whole Pride cloning, who the, the whole cloning girl thing was like cool, but it—I don't know—felt out of place to me.
4: It was like, that, I feel like that should have been the main plot of the story, and that was just like, oh yeah, you're a clone. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Don't you know that
0: she's a clone? I've, you know what? Why has this movie not been talked about more by anybody? Because like, by the way, that movie cloned a girl, they just did that now, that just happens, that's in that universe now, and it's probably a concept that will never be brought up again. Mm-hmm. And that Which character sad, will probably not show up. so good. Because yeah. they never reuse kids. Exactly, and that's what I said too. I'm like, she won't come back, even though it's all her fault that they were released. Mm-hmm. That's almost why that character was there. So they could have someone relate to the dinosaurs in a way. It's purely the only reason. The only reason. Like, who wrote that? Like, someone wrote it for that purpose. I will give that movie credit that that villain, while obvious, and just a business guy, you know, in a suit, mm-hmm. he actually did some cold-blooded murder in the movie, and that scene was amazing. I was oh, like, wow, he's just getting down to dirty. The old, the old guy? Yeah, even though it made no sense, logically. And I was like, you have to know you can't get away with all this. Yeah. It was still hilarious that he did it. And I was like, this movie's awesome. But the rest of It just suck. felt
1: unnecessary. Like, I feel like he was running the company already.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, what, <laughs> what was the point of killing him again? Like, he was on nothing deathbed. Nothing. Nothing.
1: Like, he was... He was... <laughs> The grandpa was, like, morally good, so he had to kill him.
0: By the way, Chris Pratt's in this movie, which I keep forgetting about, which is disappointing, because, mm-hmm. what's his name? Owen. That's always the joke on yeah. Twitter. Like, no what's Chris name? Pratt's name? I'm like, well, I, I do know it. It's Owen, but. I never remember. What's uh, Bryce Dallas, Dallas Howard's character's name? Emily, maybe? I don't <laughs> I can't know. can't tell yeah, you. That's right. Is it? Don't oh, straight up guess. Owen and Emily?
2: character looks like an Emily hmm. to me.
0: Emily Elizabeth?
2: Is it truly? Is that her name? Did I nail it?
0: No, I was, I was, I was saying from Clifford there was an Emily Elizabeth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
2: did you say your most disappointing? My
0: disappointing movie was the Happy Time Murders. Oh. Just because I was real excited to see Brian Henson (laughs) directing again, and I was really into the idea of doing a puppet movie again, and I didn't mind the hardcore route they were going, but then seeing the movie, I was like, wow, they went way too far with it.
1: Um, the, her name. Rhymes with your favorite female name? It's <laughs> Claire.
2: <laughs> it's Claire. Oh, okay. That
1: Blair. Is, oh, man, it. It rhymes with Blair. My
0: favorite female name is Blair. Blair. The... <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't have much to say about Happy Time Murders other than I was just really hoping for a good puppet movie outside of the Muppet universe, and it didn't happen. Someone was like
1: talking that movie up today in FYE. Yeah, like I, I heard, I heard it was like this couple that was walking through, and the guy was like, "Yeah, I just got this movie. It's called Happy oh, Time Murders. Well, <laughs> but it's... it's not like a regular Muppet movie. They're just bad.
0: <laughs> see, that's the thing. That is the <laughs> like, only <laughs> reason anybody could have possibly <laughs> like like that movie. Mm-hmm. And but the raunchy humor is not even done well. If you want to see good raunchy humor, watch Sausage Party. Now that is yeah, taking that concept and actually making it funny. Mm-hmm. Happy Time Murders. I think the only thing I really said positively about it was that the murder mystery was actually uh, really well explained, (laughs) because... Well, because I I was relating it to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which I love that movie, but every time I watch it, I get a little confused about the whole um, investigation and the case, just because... I, I don't know, because sometimes they don't focus on it enough, and a lot of it's Um, exposition, weirdly enough. These are complaints people never bring up about the movie, but I love it, but I'll say there's a lot of exposition in it, and a lot of it's hard to keep up with. Hmm. But you kind of figure it out by the end. Whatever. Oh, look at all the tunes together. But Happy Time Murders, their murder mystery actually made a lot of sense, and it was actually a good murder mystery. It's just the rest of the movie sucked. (laughs) Hmm. And that was, yeah, that was disappointing.
1: I also don't really like Melissa McCarthy.
0: Which, I mean, I, I really do like her, but Man, she just keeps getting stuck in these bad movies.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But what was something that was a big surprise to you? Something that you really loved more than you ever thought you would have? The Predator.
2: Yeah. That's my most surprising movie of the year. Um, Which is like, I went into it hoping I would like it, you know? Not expecting to, because really, I mean, I love the Predator franchise, So I would have went to see this anyway, like you know, like the Halloween movie or Ant Man. It's I would have went to see it, but Shane Black attached to it gave it the weirdest spin ever, and I could not picture it like in any like realm of imagination, like how Shane Black could direct a Predator movie, because the, the Predator tone is is one way, you know, and Shane Black is like one way, and like. I've seen him do weird, like, comic stuff like Iron Man, you know, and he does these, like, masterpieces like the new guys, you know. Uh, or not the new guys, the... Um, nice guys. The nice guys, you know. Or, I mean, you guys haven't seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang yet, but that's, like, almost as good as, as the nice guys. Um, and so him doing The Prayer, I was, like, no idea what to expect, By I went in being, like, I, I want to like this, you know. But, I you know, I, I just... I hope that I'm impressed by it, by having this, the Predator franchise, which I love, plus Shane Black. We'll see what happens. And I, I think I watched it with you, Zach. Yeah, it was yeah. just me and you. We laughed. I, I think I may have laughed in this movie more than any other movie I've watched <laughs> this year in a theater. Really? Maybe Deadpool 2 mm. with my youngest sister. <laughs> um, but this would, is like second to that. It, it Maybe, if not, it's the first. Um, I need to watch it again. I, yeah. I, I'm forgetting a lot of stuff, but I, I
1: remember enjoying it a lot. Like, yeah. We talked for a while
2: after. Yeah, we just sat in my car and just talked about it because yeah. it was just so good and fun and and uh, the action. Thanks, my dude. Um, action was great. prayer stuff was great. Um, the humor was incredible. The acting was good. Like everything was just so good about the movie. Um, but I was like so surprised. Even though, like I said, like I love Shane Black, you'd think you'd know what you'd be getting into it. Shane Black has this way of directing where, you know, it's not like Christopher Nolan. where You know how you're going to feel in the movie. Like, this is like, you, you do feel the same way, but you don't expect it every time to feel so good about something so gory and, like, <laughs> crazy. And, yeah, so The Predator, the most surprising movie I saw all year.
1: Um, really like it, can't wait to own it. Mine was uh, A Quiet Place. Like I, at the time, even I was less into scary movies than I am yeah, now.
4: Yeah,
1: And it's not like super scary, but I was expecting like a gory scary movie.
4: I was honestly surprised when you said you wanted to go see that because you really weren't into scary movies. It was at mostly because
1: John Krasinski, because I I, I really like him from The Office, and uh, I wanted to see what else he could do. Really, I haven't seen him much yeah. stuff and. I was really surprised at, like, the quietness and, like, when there is noise, it, like, it's like an exclamation point in the scene. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just surprised me a lot.
0: I was kind of worried about that movie just because John Krasinski, who I do like, but just doesn't seem like he could get past the gym persona, I thought that when watching Detroit, he shows up for like a couple minutes, and it's just and he looks up the camera, <laughs> and it's, just, it's it's terrible because he he kind of got a bad role in it though too, and um, but Quiet Place, I was worried because he's directing, his wife is in the movie, and I was mm-hmm. thinking this is gonna be like two um, tightly closed quarters, like there's not gonna be any outside sources to help him with this mm-hmm. movie. I feel like I'm kind of worried about that. And I mean for a directorial debut, which I, I don't think it's a debut, but it's definitely his first big movie. And uh so I don't think he directed anything else. I, I can look. I thought he might have, but mm-hmm. basically yeah, but the movie was really good. I uh, I was a little annoyed by the very ending of the movie, but that's it. Like yeah. the movie's pretty solid. Um oh by my way, uh my disappointing movie of the year. Uh, we already went over. Biggest surprise though was uh, "Mamma Mia, here we go again," which mm-hmm. I've talked about before. <laughs> but I mean, I'll say again: I hate the first movie. First movie's terrible.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Can't watch it. Thought the even though the first second one was getting kind of good reviews, I was like, "Nope, this just it's gonna be dumb. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna annoy me." Mm-hmm. And I saw it, and I like enjoyed it. entire thing even though it's stupid even though there's really not much of a plot to it and even though there's so many moments where I'm like why are you editing it this way Mm -hmm. or oh there's obviously a really cheap shot here because they didn't actually pay to go to the location but um, the music's good it's got the good Abba songs which I really liked Mm because the first one didn't have a lot of the good Abba songs it has the ones that I kind of hate this one had like all the good ones And also, (laughs) Dancing Queen's in both of them, but, like, I love Dancing Queen. But, like, uh, but it was also, like, actually a musical where there was actually, like, musical numbers, not just people singing and standing around and walking around. No, it was, like, they actually set up, like, dance numbers Mm -hmm. and moving around and, like, hey, you know what, this is a movie. We don't have to do it, like, a stage production where it's all happening live. We can actually do things with the camera and do this and do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this movie's having fun. The found footage, (laughs) (laughs) do things with the camera, and 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 Lily James is awesome. She is underappreciated actor. She is an amazing woman. So that's all I have to say about that. I don't think any of us saw it.
3: No.
0: I don't. I mean, I don't say anybody should go see it. I still would be like Mm -hmm. three out of five. But like, I've seen the movie three times. Like, it's still it's it's an upbeat movie. Yeah, I've seen it three times.
4: My most surprising movie was Aquaman. Yeah.
0: That was a surprising one.
4: Yeah. Like, I... There was this one day...
0: doubted it for a second. I
4: was scrolling through Instagram, and an ad <laughs> popped up, and it was this scene where they're in the desert, and he, like, falls through the ground, and she's oh, like... Oh, I thought going to the- jump out of the
2: plane.
3: No, no.
4: <laughs> and she goes, if you're the one true king, then we're all doomed, or whatever. And, like, in the ad, you could obviously tell she had a really cheap, like, wig on... The, like, everything just looked bad. It just all looked terrible. And then in the movie, that exact same scene looked great. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't tell that she was wearing an awful wig. Like, it just looked... Like
1: it's obviously a wig, because of the color. Well,
4: I mean, you can dye your hair like that, but, like, I'm talking, like, it looked like a Walmart, shiny, cheap plastic wig. But, like, in the movie, it was fine. And, like, the effects I saw in previews looked terrible. In the movie, they were fine. So, like, I was impressed.
0: That was that was the one I was shitting on like this entire year on the podcast mm-hmm. cuz I kept saying that one just looks bad and it looks like green lantern. And it's it's the same thing though. Like in the trailer there's a scene where you know um she walks up and she's like talking to him after they left the bar and mm-hmm. she's in this really green um kind of like sexualized outfit with which I thought we were moving away from that but apparently we're coming back to that with this movie and I was like there It seems like they're going backwards with this. I don't think this is going to turn out good. And then in the context of the movie, though, it is awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, the movie I just thought was Mm -hmm. awesome and thought the same thing. I thought the effects were going to look bad. I thought the cinematography was messy. But seeing it in theaters, I was like, this is one of the um, best-looking DC movies. This might be the best-looking superhero movie this year, honestly. And I really like
1: the world-building alone. Like, the Underwater Atlantis, like the different Kingdoms, uh, the like, city alone, like, how they incorporate all the aquatic life. Like, mm-hmm. I saw, like, a giant sea turtle, like, pulling cargo.
0: I'm disappointed <laughs> that I missed the octopus who plays drums. Apparently you missed it? I didn't you even. It? I don't know why I wasn't paying attention, but, <sighs> It was like, just a second. Yeah, but, like, I'm like, that is amazing. That sounds yeah. awesome. That it was it's during awesome. the Ring of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I yeah, I agree with you with the world building, because a lot of it they just went for. Like, you have all these different, like, societies of, of fish people, which I just... I mean, on paper, it doesn't really sound like it'd work. It sounds no. like a lot of stuff yeah. you'd have to uh, explain.
1: I think in my letterbox review
0: at the end, I said it was
1: like a Little Mermaid fever dream. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, but, like, in the context of the movie, though, I'm like, it all worked, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm keeping up with this, and I'm like, this is great. But, I mean, everything about it, there's stuff that's lame. I thought the villain was kind of lame. I thought the main hero, honestly, was kind of lame. The relationship was kind of lame. But the way the movie is shot and just edited and paced, I was like, mm-hmm. they're making it seem like the most epic thing ever. And I'm kind of feeling it.
4: <laughs> oh, and there was one scene in the movie when they go to the trench and you, like, see them in like going down into the water and all the trench, like,
0: Oh, that part, right? It
4: was terrifying, <laughs> and I absolutely loved it. That you one kept
2: looking over at us in the theater, like yeah. you could look at me and Zach, like, "Are you guys
0: seeing what I'm seeing?" More?
4: That was, yeah.
0: That part where they just kind of back up, and it's like the sound isn't as loud anymore, and mm-hmm. you just see it all. Like Undeniable that was one of the coolest. James Wan is a horror movie. director. I mean, right. yeah, absolutely. well, I, he's and, the one who does Conjuring. Right? I mean, he did Conjuring, and he also, I mean, I should have known this movie would have been fun because he did uh, Fate. Not Fate of the Fear, but Furious 7. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that movie, like all of them, are really fun. Uh, stupid plot, but really fun. And this movie is the same way. It was kind of a dumb plot, but... He did Conjuring and Furious 7. Mm-hmm.
4: He also did Saw wow. and Insidious bro. 1 and 2. The and Dead Silence. Yeah. Wow.
2: That was, like, his debut wow. with Saw. I didn't research him
0: before I saw it. James Wan. He's he... done
4: a lot of weird movies. Like weird, He didn't
0: really get a big budget until yeah. Furious 7, which everyone thought was super random. And then he did the movie, and it was, like, everyone really liked it. Mm-hmm. And Aquaman was the same thing. Like, just a lot of fun. I know you hated it, but... <laughs> I
2: didn't hate it. I just, you know. The underwater stuff was real cool. Mm-hmm. Anything, Anything above the water on land was ugly as hell, I thought. Like, all the fighting scenes, like, when they're in, like, that, like, uh, like, I don't know, Mediterranean village, like... Mm. Like, you could almost see the the cables, like, holding them up, like, when they're, like, flying through the air. And it just seems so cheap compared to the other DC movies we've already got. Like, it just, it still feels in descending order as they come out, you know? So you didn't like the fight scene in Italy? Like, like that the little? idea of it made sense to
0: me. But, like, it just, it looked...
1: She turned wine into icicles.
0: <laughs> I thought that was, like, one of the coolest scenes ever. Where, mm-hmm. like, you see, like... Um, Aquaman doing all that fighting, and then they like zoom the camera past him to mm-hmm. the other I one. Like and they're going lot. through like there's like the rooftop where she's like running, and the guy's like below her, <laughs> yeah. and the other part chasing <laughs> the her. Idea is cool. And then they do all that stuff, and then they pan away from it, and they go right back to Aquaman. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm like, that was all one but, like, shot! Like, that was cool. Like,
2: I hate what I hate so much though is like it, it felt really inconsistent because they had such great underwater computer generation. That then they go up, and then they, for some reason, went with practical effects with everything. So, like, those suit people are, like, in actual suits running around. hmm And then I'm like, why would you make that director's did, choice to go... It kind of look like
1: Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> that, and, then, I,
2: and then they jump in water, and then like, it's, like, computer generation again. And I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like feeling inconsistent. I don't know if they're trying yeah. to get, like, an underwater feel versus real life above water feel,
0: but it didn't work for me. It's funny. I think I even said that in my review, was that, like... I liked the idea of them doing costumes because we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. We always have computer animated mm-hmm. suits. But here it did kinda stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And Black Manta, which I, I I'm still wondering, is that how he looks in the comics? Because yes. I thought it was yeah. so lame. They so, could have like, done He something made the that. joke
1: like when he was building the helmet, like I gotta make that helmet bigger to hold the laser, like his helmet's huge. Yeah. Like, Way that, bigger
2: in the comic
0: than even as big as Like it, got.
1: it goes out like it's like dark helmet. <laughs> See,
0: I just... If I would have seen even that in the trailer, I'd have been like, wow, this movie's going to be the worst mm-hmm. of the year. But, and even in the movie... Which disappointed me, because that uh, villain, when it was built up at the beginning... And it even, like, kind of set up stuff for Aquaman, like, when he, like, didn't save his father. I'm like, well, we're we're building some character there. We're gonna have, hopefully, a payoff for that later. This villain is being set up to be awesome. And then he's not really the main villain, and also, he shows up in this goofy costume and he just disappears. And that... That disappointed me. Yeah, I didn't like him as a villain at all. Yeah. I...
4: I felt, honestly, I felt like all that could have been cut from the movie, and it would have been shorter, which is better, and that wouldn't have been there, but I did
1: like the rest. I think I would have liked the villains' dynamic better if they weren't, like, working together. Like, if Black Manta was just, like, a pirate, and Aquaman, like, killed his dad or whatever, and he was just going after him on his own accord, and not, like, involved with
0: uh, Orm Yeah, if they would've just kept that separate, that would've been Mm -hmm. even more interesting, because there'd been, like, two people going after him at the same time. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, now he's on the run Mm -hmm. from two people, and... yeah.
0: I also, I don't even really mind that, like, they they sequel-baited that at the end. Yeah. And he's apparently gonna come back, and I don't mind that either. I'm like, that's a good idea, because you you know, you gotta pay him off more. I just kinda hated that the beginning of the movie centered on it, and now it's not gonna be... uh, paid off until the second one, so why did you even make it such a big deal in this one if you're not going to finish it off? It just felt weird. Mm -hmm. It kind of reminded me, honestly, of the first Superman movie when General Zod just shows up, he's thrown into the Phantom Zone, and nothing is brought up about it until Superman Mm 2. But, like, granted, that one was meant to be um, a two-part movie where Superman 2 was supposed to come out a year later and be, like, one full movie. Mm A bunch of changes ended up happening, so that didn't happen, but... That's what I thought of instantly. I was like, "Wow, so uh, we're following old school DC rules now, right?" <laughs> Where you show you show the sequel's villain right away, and you get rid of him. Okay.
2: Well, did anyone else notice that it's like identical to Black Panther? Yeah, and a like, lot of people have been bringing beat that up for online, beat, like mm-hmm. like not just that like there's like this other heir to the kingdom that's like a half brother kind of type, but then like they have to down until they have to fight each other, and, and then, then he- like you find out like oh like him coming in is fabricated. Like, it's the same thing with Black Panther. He he leaves, like, himself
0: coming into that. Like, he leaves the country for a while and it kind of goes off on his own. Fights a different villain in that meantime. Like, who also (laughs) was working with the other guy. Like, and it's like someone did bring up two. Like, one, these movies were being made at, like, the same time. Also, these are both based on their own separate comic books. But you gotta think, okay, but in the comic book community, like, I know a lot of uh, similarities will happen, but, man, this was kind of Everyone that has
2: royalty involved has to have, like, that Mm storyline. You always got to fight
0: the heir to the throne. Lion King is the same way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And he goes running off for a couple years. Exactly.
2: (laughs) I made the argument when we talking about Black Panther.
0: Like, it is Lion King. Like... They maybe keep making the same thing. I was movie. gonna say
4: maybe that's why you like it so much, because you love, maybe I just
0: love <laughs> All that story of movies. It's, just <laughs> it's Lion King but in the but, Water. Yeah. <laughs> so. I love it. You know what? Okay, and also though, like, we already got Dolph Lundgren doing good acting in Creed Two, but now he's like in this movie and I thought he was actually doing good acting again. So, yeah, it wasn't so. bad.
2: He didn't like get a couple lines and then he just kinda would shrug like the camera would look at him like <laughs> I'm just getting paid. He, he, I,
0: I think he had a tough like screen presence at least. Like I'm like, dude, this guy's a tough dude. But like, even though he didn't get much, I thought he was still doing good. He could have been a lot more goofy just for the time period he comes from and the movie he's in.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I, I'm just, I, I think anybody in like, the past looking at today would be flabbergasted that they made an Aquaman movie. I mean, that used to be the running joke in that Entourage show, which I'm bringing up again. The show sucks, I, but, like...
1: I was a Aquaman fan since uh, Justice, League, Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. TV show. Like back in the day, like, he was like, 2010. Yeah, he was, like, the badass. Like, like basically Jason Momoa. Yeah. Like
0: a harpoon hand. Well, it seems like they kind of went, like just because he was so goofy in the original animated show from like the 70s uh, Super Friends mm-hmm. he was so goofy there and the idea of it's a little goofy and he looked goofy I think they went like complete opposite with that by we're gonna make him the tough dude we're gonna make him by the way the bar scene's awesome like <laughs> he reluctantly taking these photos but then instantly changes to now he's just binge drinking with them and I'm like okay that's awesome <laughs> Anybody get a little teary-eyed by the ending? nope with his parents <laughs> yeah with his parents no I fuck. thought that was a very sweet moment I was like that's awesome it was, it was fine that
1: was cute I mean I, I I liked it I was never really invested in the parents
0: I actually really was I was right from the beginning I was Are like I'm, I'm I'm into this love story I, like I love so that cute. I thought that love story I was great the story it was just I don't know the, and, then go, the and, and then he goes and then he goes out to the dock, yeah. and he waits every for her every morning. day I'm like that's so cute and then one day she was there 20 20 the, years, that's so awesome and you know what and you know what's great is that's how the movie ends it's not I mean they have a quick shot of Aquaman, but it's not like the movie ends with Aquaman uh, doing something with his girl. No, it ends on the real love story, his parents, and I'm like, that's awesome.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I, I want the,
1: I
0: want the I sequel
1: to be like the parents are fighting,
0: like they're not working. Shut out. up! I hope the whole movie is them chilling at home I love, and I love, love Aquaman love to and death, cuddling. But I, I would love to see that. <laughs> no. I honestly, because I knew she wasn't going to be dead, but I was so happy when she wasn't, because I'm like, oh, she can go back home then. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> they also ripped
2: off Ant-Man, I forgot.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, Ant-Man, uh, another movie that <laughs> came out this year. Um, did you say uh, your most disappointing movie? or did... uh, Are we doing overrated? Or oh, dis- or, or most, uh, most uh, biggest surprise. Did you say S- yours? Uh,
2: biggest surprise was The Predator.
0: Okay, you did yours. Yeah, so everybody did their yeah. biggest surprise. Okay, I'm Our so behind. So now we, uh, yeah, we have a uh, most overrated and most underrated. Which, uh, I mean, I'll I'll start off just because it's most recent. But most overrated, I think, is Bird Box, just because everybody on the planet's talking about it right now and making memes about it, which this is the quickest memed movie ever, and I think that's just because it's on Netflix, so it's easy (laughs) to get screenshots and such. And everybody has access to it. As you said, uh, every mom on the planet can watch it at home, not have to pay to go to the theater, watch it with the family, be like, watch this good movie. Yeah, watch this
2: yesterday, let's watch it again. Yeah,
0: and it's like, it's good. Now everyone needs to just shut up about it, because it's like... We already talked about A Quiet Place. This movie is a Quiet Place mm-hmm. with a different sense, and it's yeah, it's got good acting in it. It's got the guy from Moonlight, which I'm glad to see him in the movie again. And it's actually got a lot of good cast in he's it. In the jo- yeah, oh yeah, I forgot he's in that too. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, John Malkovich shows up, yeah, and I love so John Malkovich. But, and he kind of plays sort of the bad guy in it, which is nice. And but man, it's like. The movie's weird too. I don't really get why they had the inner cut, them traveling on the river, while cutting back to what happened previously. Because I, for one, think that spoiled a lot. But two, it kind of felt like a drift where it didn't seem like they knew what to do with those scenes when they edited them in a linear format, because they're like, wow, we have this big gap of film that's just boring. So they decided to intersplice it within the interesting stuff, and they're like, no, it yeah. makes an interesting movie. And I'm like, it, it doesn't, it kind of grinds the movie to a halt. You could have just cut those scenes out, and, you know, cut your losses made the movie an hour and a half, rather than, I think it was two hours. Which, but you know, that's the fear. Can't make a movie an hour and a half yeah. anymore, otherwise it's not good. Yeah, you're right. It was like a drift, but then slice in the middle was Dawn
2: of the Dead. Like, Basically, that's what it yeah. was, uh, Dawn of the Dead. But, like, I guess the, from the trailer, I thought it was going to be more like. Not the premise, but I thought it was going to try and feel like the Revenant a little bit. I don't know why.
1: Rainbow?
2: Yeah, from the trailer. Cause, I, I didn't watch of, the full trailer. I, I watched the... the first. Because there's like a first half of it, and the second half of the trailer. And the first half is her on the river and then in the woods screaming about her kids. See, and don't... I'm like, oh, this looks like Revenant. And then I stopped watching the trailer. And then. When I watched it with Sophie and Tyler, and they were looking what movie to watch, and they watched the trailer, so I like, closed my eyes, but I still could hear it. And then I realized, oh my gosh, they have a whole second half of the trailer where it's like the prequel, essentially, like them you know, figuring out what's going on, the apocalypse part of it.
1: I I didn't even know about Bird Box until like three days ago. I, don't, I haven't the seen it. The mystery
0: of Netflix not promoting anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. Roma. No one would ever know that Roma's on. Yeah, so I
1: I know nothing.
0: It just it traveled through social media, but like social media, it goes by so quick. It was popular for fifteen minutes, and now it's gone. And but I I was lucky enough to catch it during that time, and I don't know. I mean, it's good, but I mean, I I I completely understand why it's popular. Mm-hmm. It's just disappointing to me because I'm like there were so many other good movies this year that deserve this same kind of popularity and it's not going to happen cuz it doesn't have games. a Netflix release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but uh what do you got for overrated? Oh. Uh, I mean it's Venom. Like, yeah. There's a lot of ha- <laughs> Does anyone like
3: it though. I mean, yeah, well,
0: there's here's a lot, the lot thing. of people Becca like loves it. it. There is a community who loved Venom. And it is Well, huge.
1: it was so hyped to be like this it. huge thing, yeah, and then right. there was—is it connected to the MCU? Is it not? There's so much speculation. Tom Hardy, it. yeah, I Tom think my Hardy mom loved it too. There's just so much, and it just turned out to be average or even a mm-hmm. average of a movie. And I don't
0: know. I thought the movie's gonna be way worse than I thought mm-hmm. than what I got. Everyone's been making the comparison to Upgrade also, which I think is the better movie. But, like, I still did enjoy Venom. And I can easily remember a lot about it, too. And that surprises me, because I was thinking, this is forgettable. But I do actually remember a lot that happened. And, yeah, I mean, it was fine. But it's just, like, it's not... In in this day and age of what is expected out of a superhero film... Mm -hmm. I think that movie was kind of a letdown, obviously. I think a lot of people were let down, but there are still a huge crowd out there who yeah. loved it.
1: There's a, I've talked to a lot of people who really liked it. Like, people at work yeah. are, like, raving about it. And, and it did like make tons
2: of money. That's crazy.
1: And, like, overseas it made, like, even more like than over here.
2: hmm I haven't met a single person yet that liked it. That's
0: how I'm blown away.
2: What but, I mean, mean I don't know. Also just follow us Stuff online
0: The film Twitter community Did not accept yeah. it
2: Yeah Definitely
4: did not uh, My most overrated Was Even though I loved it Was A Quiet Place Like it mm. was good But it got a lot of hype That I don't think it needed
0: mm-hmm. I feel like the hype Came and went Real quick too I was thinking At the time This is gonna get Like Oscar nominations Like how crazy People are getting about it mm-hmm. But at this point I don't hear many people Bringing it up mm-hmm. But I, I do wanna watch it again. I
4: I liked it. I just I don't think it needed as much as it got
0: like they were better horror movies. Yeah, sure.
4: I heard people being like, "Oh my god, it's the best! Like it's gonna it's gonna revolutionize horror
0: movies." I, I, it's it's I, really I, not. I, honestly, I don't even think it's a horror movie. Like, like I, I, comedian at, type actors <laughs> play a, a horror movie. Every like, horror
1: movie is a silent film. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I honestly I
2: throw it have like freaking Chris Pratt is gonna be in a movie about a monster that. Can only smell, you know. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> He's gonna direct. Stop smelling. put on old spice.
0: I think it's more of a sci-fi movie us, anyway.
2: Put on old yeah. spice.
0: But um, yeah, I. Do you think they'll do a sequel based on that ending?
1: I, hope I heard they were. That
0: ending annoyed me anyway because I was like, "Oh, cool! They found the solution right after everything that happened." That's I hate movies that do that. Like if you're going to have a solution to the problem, wait a couple years, do a time jump or wait for a sequel, don't mm-hmm. do it 2 minutes after what just happened. Mm-hmm. Cuz that just ticks everyone off. Like, hey, if you would have figured that out 2 seconds ago, Mm-hmm. Hell, you kind of already had it figured it out, but you just didn't piece it together, I guess, until now. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like sometimes when I'm an audience member, I'm like, I feel like if I was in that situation, I would have figured this out. And But maybe maybe not. Maybe maybe that's the art of film. It makes you feel smarter than you actually are. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know I'll piggyback off Chloe. I have a tie for overrated movie, which is between Quiet Place and Black Panther. Quiet Place, like... I was, like, hoping for a lot more than what I got. And what I got was, like, a decent movie. Mm-hmm. It was average, I think, it it, like, maybe three and a half stars. Um, but really, even that was only because, like, the movie looked good. It had decent editing. Um, and then the idea of someone, like, of her, like, giving birth, like, the, yeah. probably the loudest thing in history.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but that's where all the suspense is and then it's over. You know like yeah. but like I don't know. I just the, the premise is like, oh, it's neat, but it's also nothing we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Like in just normal sci-fi movies, you know, and like yeah, I just thought it was super overhyped. I watched it with a friend who just thought it was the best movie all year, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> like even like, I don't know. Kind of you talking about like how they they discover that the like, here like It's, like, panning, like, right away, you know, and it flashes, like, five years or whatever. Into the future, a little bit, like, after the family's, like, um, settled into that little, like, farmstead. And it shows, like, like, uh, Jim's, like, room where he's, like, working and trying to find answers, you know? And he's got, like, like, a board, and he's got, like, pictures and, like, red string going to things. And then he's got, like, like, circled like, the phrase what is the weakness with, like, three <laughs> question marks on it, like, giant, I'm like who honestly writes that to remember for that? themselves <laughs> and then leaves it, like, what, like, mm. I don't know, like, did he, did he write it in a rage? What could be, you know, like, I don't know, I don't get this. What
0: is the cure?
2: This seems so ham-fisted and just cheesy and I don't know, I don't I don't understand why it's so overrated. Um, the other one is Black Panther. Yeah, rip into that again. Super <laughs> freaking! It's just such an average, such an average movie. You know, it's not bad. It's just an average movie, and it's for some reason people think it's Oscar worthy, and I don't know. And I just don't like it. Yeah, well, everyone's heard. I, I went with
0: my brothers to the local theater dressed up in my Wakandan uniform. Mm-hmm. They didn't take too kindly to me there, but <laughs> in fact, they told me to go home. Yeah. Nah. But no, I thought it was so cool that everyone was so excited for that movie and that it kind of for a second brought the world together. I was like, this is cool. And it made about as much money as I thought it was going to make because everyone, I don't know why people thought it wasn't going to do well. I was like, really? Yeah. There were people wow, out there. I thought that it was, was going I knew it would do well.
2: I knew it would be crazy hyped whether it was good or bad. You know, and I, I think I heard nothing but hype for it before. Like everyone was crazy excited.
0: I I thought every, I thought it was going to be the highest grossing movie like ever, just because I was like every, I mean to put it in very racial terms, every black person ever who doesn't even go to movies will see this, mm-hmm. and they're going to see it many times. So of course it's going to be like the highest grossing movie, and it, and it happened. That happened a lot across, mm-hmm. and I was really into the idea that yeah, it was like super. Hyped and people were super excited about it, and they were thinking all the possibilities that could happen after this. But, but in like, if you want to get down to it, get rid of the the race aspect about it. Get rid of you know the hype about it. The movie is like very much the general Marvel formula movie, but I think there are exceptions there. I think the villain is one of the best villains we've gotten. Might be even the best with. Uh, he's better than others,
2: but he's not a good villain, I don't think. I, I think thought, he's
0: inconsistent. I thought his reasoning made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And I liked how um, they brought back some other characters that were previously introduced. Andy Circus shows back up, and I think it made perfect sense that he was teaming up with the guy in a way. And I can't believe they killed him. That was disappointing, too, because I was like, I wish he would be in the series more. And I thought the world building and the... Set design was awesome, but there were there there were times where I was like I don't know, not really bored, but just kind of expecting more than what I got, mm-hmm. but by the end of it, I was like, oh i'm I'm really into this,
2: yeah, I just know there was no black panther in it for me.
0: Yeah, that's like true. It. He was
2: the lamest he part of the movie. He in the suit maybe three times, and they are so short. And the focus, like, like every good superhero movie makes you care more about the person behind the suit than the suit, you know? Mm-hmm. They do that with, eventually they do that with Iron Man, but they do that really well with Captain America. But you still gotta put him in the suit for uh, most of the movie to make him feel like Black Panthery. And like like I said, and I said before, like, Civil War is just he's a better black panther. He's like a worthwhile black panther than this one. He's just not black panther and he's he's just Chadwick Boseman and then but you don't care about him yet. You don't like anytime he gets like punched, like you don't feel that pain. Like
0: well because he got that new suit that if you punch it, it reverberates right back get, on him which exactly. I got annoyed by that suit too. You get kicked in the nuts then the other guy gets. Kicked was kicked that kicked also to the nest, you know was that the nanotechnology suit that kind of like falls apart on him or was that actually like a full suit that you had to put on? In Black Panther? Yeah. A nano know. suit. That's it sad. was. <laughs> the original,
2: uh, in Civil War, the original, uh, that was one he had to take on and off, which was way
0: cooler. I'm getting sick of the nano suit. I, I've already mm. said that before, but all the suits in the series, Spider-Man mm. suit, Iron Man suit, I, I hate that. suit isn't nano. It, well, it was, though, in the new one, in Infinity War. Yeah. Oh, in Iron Spider, uh, yeah. oh, Spider. Iron suit, Spider yeah. was. And I, I'm just That's getting annoyed so. at them. I'm like, these are getting too... Crazy, like I'm beginning to think you could do anything. Yeah, he won't go back so, to the Iron Spider
2: well, suit for Spider
1: Man no. Far From Home, which is good. Um, go I think, also, they're going to Europe well, for that movie, so that's to gonna me, be awesome. The nano suits for who has the nano suits make sense because Iron Man develops his nanotech, and of course, he's gonna build uh, Spider Man a nano suit because. He's like his daddy. Yeah, and then Shuri is supposed to be even smarter than Tony Stark. So, well, of course she has that technology already. It makes sense. I mean, Hawkeye doesn't have a suit. Hawkeye all, has five suits.
0: It all makes sense, but you get to a point where you're like, okay, but why would this guy be losing at any point if he's got this suit that can literally do anything? That's my problem with yeah. it. And that's where the, I didn't mean to spoil the new Spider-Man movie, by the way. But yeah, like, okay. well, no, but I mean, it's like a Wait, it's, what, it is the plot I of the movie. I have no idea. Like. That is like they go to Europe in it. Oh yeah, that's, I knew that. That's like the. I'm sorry. That's, that's it's just like it's a plot synopsis it's just a that's thing like, down there and that's like Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Well, stop. <laughs> I think, no, it's okay. Oh, yeah. I'm excited just because they're yeah. finally leaving like New York for once. They did oh, that in no the way. first one too, where they went to Washington D.C. and now they're like actually leaving like the states. Well, he like he
2: left cool. Earth and
1: in- oh
0: yeah, <laughs> and <Avengers. laughs> like, I forgot about that. We <laughs> left the dimension <laughs> in Spider-Verse. <laughs> like, <you> can-
1: uh... <laughs> That reminds me, I bet, since I can't watch anything Avengers Endgame, I've been like watching a lot of like Spider-Man Far From Home stuff on YouTube, like oh, news yeah. and stuff. Yeah, they didn't even realize. And I, I feel like I'm like sneaking behind your back. Like, <laughs> like, oh, like, really? like Dad, Dad told me I can't do this, but he didn't tell, tell me that. I can not do this. <laughs> didn't I didn't realize that they so already had, had so somebody, many lines. I could smoke meth. <laughs>
0: I didn't realize I already had. I don't know. What killed here? And then what was uh, we did everybody's? You uh, underrated. Overrated. We'll do underrated. too. I did yeah. overrated. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one underrated movie I can talk about is just uh, Bumblebee. It's out right now, and uh, it's not really making the money that the other Transformers movies made. Even though this mm-hmm. is by far in a way the best of all of them, it's it actually a the good. The trailer looks. Yeah, and I was excited right from the trailer. Mm-hmm. Good director behind it, good writer behind it, good cast. It is an 80s movie as well, so that was a lot of fun. Even though it's kind of, it's for no reason other than, well, it's a prequel that happened before Transformers 2007, even though yeah. there's hardly any connections to that movie. John Cena's in it, and he's awesome. And uh, it was just a good movie. I mean, you've seen it before. If you've seen E.T., you've seen Iron Giant, you've seen Bumblebee. It's the same movie again, but it does just enough stuff different where you. It feels new. Mm-hmm. And there is a scene in the garage. That's all I'm going to say. The garage scene is one of the best scenes this entire year. And it's just this kind of monologue done by Haley Steinfeld, but it is done so well. that oh, I Oh, like. Steinfeld. That's her right. name. I keep thinking it's Haley Atwell. It's not her. <laughs> Which one's Haley Atwell? I think she's a singer, a different singer, but I don't know for sure. I've heard her name. Well, we can go on, because I, I don't really have much more to say about Bumblebee other than it's like the one that I'm mm-hmm. really getting talked about right now, like mm-hmm. the four yeah. big movies out and I'm like, that one's really good though, but I get why people aren't seeing it because there's all these other movies, but this one's just it's unfair because the studio's going to look and be like, no more of that because Mm -hmm. no one saw it let's call (laughs) Michael Bay back up and I'm like, I hate the world (laughs) yeah,
1: yeah Um, I didn't see very many movies this year, and they're mostly blockbusters, and a lot of them were pretty good but the one that I am gonna choose is Overlord. Same. Like, mm-hmm. It was. I I didn't know what it was at all going into it. You explained a little bit. Like it was, kind of like it was gonna be Cloverfield. If, if I'm but thinking of
2: it w- right, yeah, I think it's it was supposed to be a Cloverfield, a Cloverfield movie. Yeah, that's and then right. at
1: one point it got discontinued. Yeah, you I said think, that, and then yeah. you said it was like World War Two, like zombie thing, Nazis or something, and then that's all I knew going into it. And I was pleasantly surprised. It was, like, it was it was nothing, like, super, like, something to rave about. But it was, mm-hmm. like, a solid, good Nazi World War II movie. Mm-hmm.
4: I definitely think it deserved a little more hype than it got. Because, like, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. And I would have liked seeing it as a Cloverfield movie. Because I think that would have yeah. been a cool expansion of the universe. Mm-hmm. But I also get why it wasn't. Because the Cloverfield movies didn't do very well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, I wasn't expecting much more than, like, a cheesy, like, I was thinking of, like, oh, this is gonna be, like, Cloverfield, and, like, not Mm -hmm. many people are gonna like it, it might be a little boring, but, no, it was good.
2: Yeah, I, I thought it was, when I was watching it, I was like, I cannot believe that A Quiet Place is getting the hype it's getting, and this is, like, the exact... Same quality mm-hmm. of a movie, like it. It, it honestly, it, it like if I was to put in a movie for that feeling, I'd put in either or. Like, mm-hmm. it's not better or worse than a Quiet Place, but yeah. at the same time, no, you know, mm-hmm. no, he doesn't get noticed whatsoever. So mm-hmm. it's it's what it is. But yeah, I was more entertained by it than I was by a Quiet Place for sure.
4: I thought that one had a lot better, like. Like, A Quiet Place didn't have a ton going on until they started to make noise. Like, the yeah. first chunk was a little... Other than the kid dying, but mm. it was just kind of exposition, almost. And then this, it was, like... The exposition was shorter, I think. Yeah. It got to the action quicker.
2: That felt like a Cloverfield movie on A Quiet Place.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I, like, oh, definitely.
2: About it. That was, yeah, there was a I lot should have just been called up. Cloverfields,
1: because they're on a the farm. <laughs> but, anyway. There's a lot of theories that it was like a Cloverfield movie. I think movie. that mm-hmm.
4: felt more like a Cloverfield movie than Overlord did, just yeah. because of the creatures. Like, mm-hmm. the creatures in A Quiet Place looked more Cloverfield yeah. than, like, the Nazi zombies. Yeah. Guys.
2: Yep. My uh, most underrated movie is Sicario, Day of the Soldado, I think. Um. It got, like, no... I, I mean, it had a little bit of trailers out there. But, because it was a change in director, no one was excited for it, you know? But at the same time, I was like, it's kind of like going into Creed Two. I was going to Sicario the same way. I'm like, okay, different director, but I really like the first one. I really like, um, you know, these actors. I would just seen them both in Avengers <laughs> Infinity War. Um...
0: That's true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I they're forgot about in, that. <laughs> they're both in Avengers Infinity War, <laughs> and they have a scene together. <laughs> they have a scene together. The one scene. That's um, funny.
2: And so I was, I was, you know, and I, I loved that. I love Sicario. So, and I knew Emily Blunt was in it or wasn't in it, but um, it kind of it, like you don't need the first one to see it. That's why I think they call it Sicario Day of the Soldado. Um, and uh, they set it up for a sequel again but I really liked it like I wanted to go back and watch it again and I just feel like it it had a really good like socio-political commentary about it and no one really talked about it no one really cared especially like you know with everything going on about like the border and stuff like the movie had a lot to say about it and no one was talking about it on twitter everyone was just like um oh Denis Villeneuve isn't isn't doing it, so there's no <laughs> reason to go see it I'm like, no, go see it Like, it's still a great movie And, it, and sh- they're right, you don't get the same You know, Denis Villeneuve you feel Like you get in Sicario or in Arrival Um But uh, I really liked it a lot think it deserved a little bit more hype Not crazy, but at least You know, more than where it got So
0: Yeah, I, uh I did see that. I almost kind of feel like I like it better than the first one, but I wasn't too into the first one. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, it's just kind of too dry of a series for me. Mm -hmm. But that made, like, the two main guys more interesting this time around, just because it wasn't from all of Emily Blunt's um, perspective and centered on her now that she's gone. and I mean, she had a good arc in the first one, but, Mm -hmm. like, here that you could just kind of focus on them... And be like, oh, this could have been like a possibility of what if the movie, like the first movie was more like this, just about these two guys. Kind of a darker take on the buddy cop yeah. <laughs> genre. Yeah. and uh, But I enjoyed it for that, and I mean, it had a lot of stuff that was like uh, <laughs> Logan, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I still did enjoy it. I, I just think it probably came out the wrong time with what's going on. Yeah. Because I wouldn't say that the movie really has a positive message. Yeah, it for- doesn't, but I think it can develop a... Better awareness, I think. It'd create a conversation. I just feel like it might support uh, people's arguments, and a lot of people maybe don't like it for that. Because I guess it could support an argument one way or the other. And it also came out at a bad time, so. I mean, just, I mean, release year. I think it came out in, like, what, late August? Or, like... No. Like, Sicario? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't remember when it came out, but I just remember it was kind of during the dead month. and. Was it after we... I don't think we were
2: recording yet. Mm-hmm. Me and you were talking, though, about meeting up and stuff. Because we talked about seeing it together.
0: When did I see it? I have it on here. I think um, it was in
2: July. Like, right
0: after uh, Yeah, that uh it would be... Yeah, July. Yeah, mid-July. I mean, that's kind of a bad time, too. I mean, summer months, yeah. and you're releasing this movie. Like, yeah, that's true. this isn't really a big summer blockbuster. blockbuster. No. Um, my most. Uh, we already did the underrated. Everyone do their underrated? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you want to um, talk about any other movies quick. I mean.
2: We threw in, like, sequels, because there were so many sequels this year, so I think we could mention, like, Infinity War was an incredible movie. Like, we haven't talked a ton about it yet, but, like, that was a pretty great movie this year. Yeah. Deadpool 2 was pretty great, I think. Incredibles 2. Um, I, did, I didn't yeah, I really like Incredibles, like Incredibles 2. 2. I didn't like it pretty the, much at the all. The more
0: I think about Incredibles 2, I I like it more than I did the first time. But, like, it technically does let me down. But, like, from a 10-star rating to a 9-star rating. <laughs> or if we're taking the letter boxed approach. 5-star to 4.5-star. Right. Because... Like I was expecting it to be way more than it was, but given what it is, and then rewatching it, which that's another one I think I've seen four times, I I enjoy the movie a lot. Mm -hmm. It just could have been more. Other movies uh, I could look through, but you all say stuff because I gotta I gotta look through my films quick. Um, Just a couple movies.
2: I mean, I don't know if we'll just say these when we go over them, but some movies that I think deserve a little bit of credit: um, Black Klansman.
1: Haven't seen it yet You guys haven't seen it Mm -hmm.
2: Tremendous movie Great Spike Lee movie That's like I think the first Spike Lee movie That I watched Knowing it was Spike Lee And uh So we're good I really liked Isle of Dogs
1: Haven't seen that yet either It's real good Probably gonna be Case Uh, for most Movies Uh
2: Did um There's only one movie This year From Um I hate that I'm blanking on this right
0: now. Wow. Welcome okay, to the pod. Ready Player One. Yeah. Who directed that? That was uh, Steven, Spielberg, Steven Spielberg, of course. Spielberg, okay. Wow. <laughs> By the way, I did like Ready Player One a yeah. lot. Yes. Enough to watch it again at home and be Man, like, this movie's still it. good. I,
2: I, I, okay, I, wait I, wait I haven't it. seen it yet. Oh, oh you, you should watch it. You should watch it. Um, <laughs> It's like the... Pop culture movie of, I'll buy of it. pop culture. Movies.
0: Everybody's complaints about that movie, everybody's complaints, I have said, yes, you are right. I still enjoy it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, I, 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 there's a couple of them that I'm just seeing on here. Bohemian Rhapsody, I did like, even though it has so many problems, but I yeah. still liked it. And I know you really enjoyed the hell I out did, of it. I did,
2: but there was a lot I didn't like about it. It made my top 10 um, for the good parts, but there was a lot that I was, I wanted more from. You know, mm-hmm. especially like the, I thought the whole movie would be more about the creative process of the band, how yeah, they yeah. wrote their songs. I wanted that, and I I knew they would touch on like the more like you know Freddie Mercury struggling with everything, but um... yeah, I just felt like like they still gave me a good taste of of like the songwriting stuff, but I wanted about three or four times more. like as much of that, you know?
1: That's just the music lover in you though, right?
2: Maybe. I don't know.
0: um, Anything
2: really creative that, you know, if it was like him painting something that I appreciated, you know, that'd be the same, but...
0: So. Some quick stuff that we just didn't talk about. Um, I really liked, I thought Vice was really good. I thought Mary Poppins Returns was really good. Ralph Breaks the Internet was really good. There was this movie called Instant Family that, As the title says, it came in an instant, went away. I thought that movie was actually awesome. And that's, once again, one of those movies we're talking about uh, politically correct comedies. That's one Mm -hmm. that, like, points out all the modern political correctness stuff that's been going on. But it, like, does it in a smart way. And that movie has a lot of, like... (laughs) It's got a lot of, like, funny dialogue. But it's also... It's, I almost would call it propaganda, because at the end of the movie, they're like, go to this website if you want to adopt. I'm like, that movie made me want to adopt a child. And I'm like, I can't adopt a child. I can barely take care of myself. What am I doing? But it made me want to adopt children. So that movie's effective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Bad Times at the El Royale was the best Pulp Fiction ripoff ever. Yep. It is amazing. <laughs> uh, I wasn't a fan of that, really. I, was,
1: I got kind of bored.
0: I could see someone getting bored of it because it did have moments where I was like, you could cut this. And there were moments where they were kind of going out of order with scenes where I'm like, you don't really need to go over this again. But, you know, got to follow that Pulp Fiction formula. Mm-hmm. But it did it well, I thought. Like, for mm-hmm. all the Pulp Fiction ripoffs that came out in the 90s yeah. and this one comes out 20 years later, mm-hmm. it was really good.
1: And I love Pulp Fiction. Yeah,
0: by I the feel way, like yeah.
2: someone who, like, trained under like Tarantino made it but that mm. still was clearly not yeah. it you know yeah.
0: there wasn't any magic about it it was a good movie but
1: not
0: yeah, magical it was fine. you know um Mission Impossible Fallout which I've talked about a lot that best action movie this year might be one of my favorite like might be like my second favorite movie this year and I did like Ocean's They Teen Titans Go the movies I've mentioned many times that movie's funny it's got some of the darkest jokes mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> Dwayne Rock Johnson I think is still Delivering some pretty <laughs> Solid B-movie Action fun With Skyscraper And Rampage But Rampage is the Better of the two <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Worth seeing I
2: think I'm bummed I didn't Get to go see Rampage Because I like, a good Kaiju movie Even
1: though mm-hmm. it would Be cheesy as heck I would want to see it yeah. mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know Did uh, you Did you see Solo yet? Yeah I was just Going to bring that up yeah, I what? actually really Enjoyed it, mm-hmm. I, it was, I did too yeah It was fun it um there, it's, was, there wasn't anything that was like I don't know con- it, contradicting anything.
0: That's true, yeah. Like it wasn't. It didn't I it, fit it's, it's in the not continuity. a story I
1: needed, but it was a fun story,
0: nonetheless. The only part of it where I really cringed was when he got his name, and that's like in the first five minutes. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. you're solo, huh?" Han Solo and I'm like I yeah. you. I'm gonna walk out <laughs> yeah that
1: was a Rogue One moment too it yeah.
0: was like uh, the Rogue One uh, Rogue uh one and I'm yeah. like is that gonna just
1: be like a Star Wars story <laughs> trope now like, yeah Obi-Wan oh, <laughs> it didn't bug me for some reason it didn't bug me I was just like Oh, oh, they could do that with Obi, old, like Obi-Wan because, Obi Wan because like what's what's your what's your what's your name? Uh, uh, old, what's old your birth Ben? Like, <laughs> old, old Ben Obi
0: One. <laughs> like we're looking for an Obi wan Kenobi. Well, my name's Ben Kenobi. That's yeah. not me. <laughs> well, um, then they also did like I think. Actually, though, it's funny that the Star Wars music is now in the Star Wars universe because you hear that like Imperial uh, propaganda film and they're using the Empire theme, but it's mm-hmm, like yeah. an optimistic version of it. It's like, no, da da da. Yeah, da. if uh, 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 like, I'm playing, like, yeah. if
1: you watch the Star Wars Rebels TV show, there's like a holiday. Like the day that Order Six No, this is canon. Order sixty uh, six. Yeah, it's there's a holiday. It's, it's called What is it? Empire, I think it's just called Empire Day, and they like on Coruscant they have like parades and
0: shit. This is the day we slaughtered all the Jedi <laughs> and killed all the younglings. No, yeah, it's just a big propaganda party, and what? it's oh, it's great. No, it's actually I'm, a really I'm, good I'm episode. I'm gonna too. watch the show now, yeah.
1: <laughs> just based on that. It's a it's a good show.
0: The first seasons.
1: Yeah, but it gets really good. I liked I liked Yeah, I did too. I just
0: small story and Actually, um
1: I like how they he met Chewie too. Yeah, I, I liked, liked that, that too. Yeah. It was
2: good.
0: It and, gave uh, more grit to their relationship in the mm, other movies in yeah. a good way. So I liked seeing the castle run finally and <laughs> uh, yeah. I liked the fact that they like how they got the Millennium Falcon. How they kind of trashed it at first. Mm. And the villain, by the way, the villain is actually awesome. Paul Bettany, them. yeah, really. I thought he was awesome just because yeah. I love Paul Bettany. And I like him. He I just medicine. hated
2: his stupid little red knives. I was like, yeah, Why yeah Well, I, doing I mean, right like, just
0: just
1: commit to a lightsaber. Or don't you, you gotta you gotta <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta, really, gotta really sell
0: toys? Commit to a lightsaber. Or don't. But yeah, <laughs> you gotta sell toys, of course. Even use
2: a weird looking lightsaber, but not like just a yeah, knife. just.
1: Even if you just had, like, tiny little lightsaber daggers. Yes. <laughs>
0: Knives laced with anthrax. And <laughs> I just... I liked it, though, because, like, lightsaber Paul anthrax. Bettany in, like, the Avengers films is such a...
2: Where do I hold
0: it? <laughs> he's such a, like, 100% good, noble guy. Yes. And then to do the complete opposite in mm-hmm. Solo, I thought was awesome. Especially since, like... It made me think, man. Like, man, Vision could start talking like this, and I, I agree with him, (laughs) honestly, because he's he's just—he's got that kind of charm to him. He's He's got good good charm. What'd you guys think of
1: the Darth Maul reveal?
0: Lame. Really? I thought it was so. I thought it was so lame. I can't remember at all what they were talking about. Because what was
1: the organization that Paul (laughs) bet Crimson? Crimson
0: Dawn. Crimson Dawn. See, I I did like the movie. I remember. Uh, No, I thought that was lame. Just. I don't
1: know for sure. But that might be, like, payoff for the Star Wars Rebels fans. Well, that, no, and I or, get like, that. even Clone Wars fans. I think that might be the organization that Darth Maul started in the Clone Wars the TV Sinecate show. or whatever. Yeah. They,
2: like, I didn't see it, but I know of it. Like, yeah. he, I know that when they filmed that scene, they just had boss. They just filmed a bunch of different variations of Solo's lines talking to him, or the lady or whoever mm-hmm. is talking to him. And there was just this empty space there, and they went in and decided after, because they couldn't decide on who to put there, mm. and eventually after there, like, during post-production, they decided, like, alright, let's get this guy to come in and do Darth Maul. <laughs> but before, like, I thought, like, wouldn't that that'd be, like, a great opportunity to do, like, Boba Fett or something, or, like, especially at the time they were, like, supposed to make yeah. a Boba Fett movie, mm-hmm. like, that would be the tie-in.
1: So, yeah, I was hoping if and they, they just missed the opportunity. I was hoping if they committed to a Boba Fett movie that they'd like share a scene from different points of view. Like if they if they were for sure if it was on the slate and they're like already filming, mm-hmm. like they would have like a Han Solo oh, point of view. And you could see him, yeah. and then, and then yeah, have it do it the Fett. other way. Yeah, yeah I yeah, thought that, that would be cool. Yeah, an anthology.
0: Well, it's like, now that Disney's going to have their streaming service, I think they're going to focus way more on doing anthology TV shows rather than movies. Which is disappointing, because I'd rather see more individual films like they were doing with Rogue One. And Even though I haven't been too into the anthology films that they've been, I'm like, you could do some great stuff here with it. Uh, I didn't like the Darth Maul review only because... It just felt like it was out of nowhere, and it was done for those who had seen Rebels in Clone Wars. Yeah,
1: because everyone else thinks he's dead.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, and I got that he was alive. Like, you know, I went with Rav, and he was like, why is he back?
2: And I was like... Yeah, I met so many people that are like, I don't get that it's a prequel to Phantom Menace. <laughs> and and like- I'm like, exactly. Like, like, I know it's not. But I knew that would be the issue that some people just don't know, and they're gonna think this is a prequel. Like, how old do you think Han Solo is? Well, exactly, <laughs> but I
0: would kind of confuse people. I don't.
1: I don't know if it's just like the loop that I like am in on online, like in YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was like all over. Like that, Darth Maul was alive.
0: Like season two, Clone Wars. Came and I, yeah, I, mean, I realized it was, was like live. Big news on my like YouTube feed. I had seen channels. posts about him being alive. I've seen the YouTube clips. I've seen the one where he like fights old Ben Kenobi, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But like him being in the movie, there were things about that were lame. One, it was um, done in CG. Even though they actually got Ray Park to come back to do the motion capture for it, I'm like, why didn't you do the makeup from the original Phantom Menace? So? Yeah. And then they got a new voice, which I think... I think it's supposed to be the voice from the animated series. Might be wrong, but I know it's it's not.
1: It's probably Sam Witwer.
0: But it's not the voice from Phantom Menace, because that wasn't even Ray Park's voice in Phantom Menace. It's someone else's, but they got Ray Park to come back, which I was like, oh, that's cool. So maybe this will build up into a sequel where Ray Park will uh, be playing Darth Maul again, but Mm -hmm. then I realized while while watching it, I'm like, what sequel are they building towards, though? Because is it going to be a solo sequel? Is it going to be a Lando sequel? Because it seems like those characters are... Going off on their own, no, and those no. have been the focus of the movie. And it's this uh, Game of Thrones chick who is kind of starting her own sequel bait. But are we getting a movie about this character we don't know about at all? And it's mm-hmm. going to have Darth Maul in it?
2: No, it I would have thought, if anything, it would be the Boba Fett movie,
0: right? And but then, there was nothing like in a there.
2: Syndicate. He's maybe trying to bounty hunt, but like I don't know. They miss. Such opportunities,
0: man, and I think it's gonna end up leading nowhere, which ticks me off even more. Because
1: now I, I'm pretty sure
0: it was just payoff for the
1: animation, yeah, the fans,
0: and now it just it's just gonna sit in there. And every time I watch Solo, I'm gonna be like, why? <laughs> but whatever, it, it was it was nice, but just if you need a better version of a cameo, look at Yoda in the Last Jedi. That's yeah, how you yeah. do it. Yep. <laughs> And real quick, Hereditary and the Guilty were really good. And Mandy was pretty cool to watch. Still seen uh, M-
1: Mandy. You kept I saying we were
0: going to go Mandy. see it. It was so like, a, like a fever dream. It was awesome. You got to
2: just red box it and watch yeah. it sometime, dude.
0: American Animals was good. And uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor and Fahrenheit 11.9 uh, were good documentaries. There you go. That's, that's it. That's it for movies.
1: If you want more depth, just go to <laughs> Cinephile Studios. Go to
0: cinephilestudios.com, though. Watch my top 10. Uh, films Shameful. of 2018. Shameful plug. Shameful plug.
2: <laughs> Alright, should we just go over our list quick? And Was there end.
1: even a list really?
4: Like our top five? Top.
2: Are we doing top five or top ten?
0: Uh, Either or. Whatever you have prepared. I don't care. I have a ten. I have no rules. I have a top ten, but it's not even in, uh, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's alphabetical, so. Yeah. You can get to a
2: point where like, I mean, even here, like, I don't know, there's a movie that I like, but really it's only like the first few that really matter to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can kick it off, though. Yeah, kick it off. So, um... My number 10 favorite movie is Hold the Dark, which is a Netflix movie done by Jeremy Saulnier, who did Green Room and Murder Party and Blue Ruin. Um... I knew I was going to watch it, and then I had no idea it was Jeremy Saulnier. Again, an example of a director that I love and follow, had no idea that they made a movie... <laughs> um, it went straight to Netflix um, it is really interesting if you guys get a chance to watch it I'd like to hear your input on it because at the first time I watched it I had no idea what to think I went back and watched it again and really liked it a lot but it's a uh, it's it's very much a um, a like a contemporary movie I guess like um, not con- contemporary contemplative I guess is more it's it's about how it makes you feel it's all about, it's like that kind of art that makes you, it's all about how you feel about it not really so much about the content. So, anyway, that's number 10. Number nine is Ready Player One. I read the book beforehand. Uh, still love the movie, even though it's way different than the book. Super good. Number eight is Bohemian Rhapsody. Love that. Bandersnatch was number seven. Number seven. Loved it. Uh-huh. It's real good. Isle of Dogs is number six. Um, super freaking good movie. Uh, The Predator is number five, worth worth it. Deadpool two is number four. Um, Black Clansman is number three. Avengers Infinity War is number two, and my favorite movie of twenty eighteen is Creed Two. Nice by far. So
3: good list. Alright,
4: so I have a list of six. Um, Number six is A Quiet Place, five is Aquaman, four is Deadpool 2, three is Halloween, two is Creed 2, and then number
1: one is Bandersnatch. I prepared a top ten just in case. Originally we were going to do top five, I I thought, but I was... I came prepared. (laughs) (laughs) You did not. Uh, It's all good. (laughs) Out of the limited movies I saw this year, uh, number 10 is A Quiet Place. Uh, Number 9 was Solo. Uh, Number 8 was Incredibles 2. Number 7 was Black Panther. Number 6 was Bandersnatch. Uh, Number 5 is Deadpool. Number 4 is Aquaman. Uh, Oh, that's wrong. Uh, Number 3 is Creed 2. Number two is Avengers Infinity War. And number one for me is mid-90s.
0: Here's my list. This is alphabetical. Um, American Animals. Eighth Grade. The Favorite. The Guilty. Hereditary. Incredibles 2. Mission Impossible Fallout. Searching. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And A Star is Born. Uh, Talk about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. That was a movie that happened this year. <laughs> and it was good. If you want to learn more, just go to com.
2: <laughs> and your first favorite was? Oh, Eighth Grade. Eighth Grade.
0: With, you know, actually, I feel like in a couple of years, so it's going to probably be Mission Impossible Fallout, really? just because oh, that movie is so good, and I've rewatched it yeah. three times now. and It wasn't
2: bad. I I don't, I, it probably is out of these three, my favorite but I mean, Mission Impossible three is my favorite Mission mm-hmm. Impossible movie. But that one's probably my second.
1: Thing. Did
0: you like all like the connections to Mission Impossible three? I think it's mm-hmm. like the first one that's like a true sequel in a way to Mission Impossible three.
2: It, it had a lot. I felt way more of a sequel to
0: five. Well, yeah, one, too. Anything, but, but yeah. But I mean, like, there's been like, there's a lot. There's been like to nothing the yeah. Mission Impossible um, three since yeah. that's happened. Yeah which is disappointing cuz that's like the first one where they're like hey by the way this is a character with emotions yeah. and uh personality. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, we we've talked about every movie that came out this year now. The big ones. Hey, remember that time we watched Red Sparrow here? <laughs> yep, I remember. How'd hey, go. We left. Lame. It's not on my list. <laughs> Love Simon was good. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that too? Did you watch that, too? Nope, just said, "Mm, do green. (laughs) 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just bringing up everything now. Um, Do you want to do last movie on Earth? Yeah. All right. I got mine ready. Let's run through that quick. Um, For
2: the listening audience, if you, for some reason, this is your first time listening, uh, we have an ongoing game that we play through every episode um, called Last Movie on Earth, where we go around the circle and describe the last movie that we saw. And everyone else has to guess what it is. And they can jump in whenever. Um, if they guess what it is, then mm. they get a point. Um, if no one guesses what it is, then you get two points. Um, and we keep score. So, Justin, what are the standings as of right now? <sighs> From 2018, what are the standings?
0: This is me walking <laughs> 40 miles. Oh, I just realized
2: you had white pants on.
0: Yeah, white pants. Kind Good of job. a white shirt. I know I'm going for the Jesus. (laughs) I like it. Um, Hunter is (laughs) too many dirty things. I think to make it. Hunter's 29 points. Justin's at 31 points. Chloe is at 19 points, and Zach is at 20 points. We should reset. Nope. New year. No. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Never reset. (laughs) Uh, We should draw a line
2: so we know how many points we gain throughout the year. Yeah. You know what? We'll still add on maybe or I don't know I am running out of the room on this book we'll figure it. we'll talk about it
0: yeah we'll talk
1: who'd like to go first uh, I
0: can go first yeah. okay
1: oh. uh a young servant fleeing from his master takes refuge at a convent full of emotionally unstable nuns in the middle ages
0: <laughs> is this a comedy movie who's the main actor you guys need the actor?
2: Yes. So can you say it one more time before you say the actor? Yeah. Uh,
1: a young servant fleeing from his master takes refuge at a convent full of emotionally unstable nuns in the Middle Ages. <laughs> Top-billed actor is Allison Bree. Also, Dave Franco's in it. I... I also John C. Reilly's
0: in it. It's on Netflix. It's in my Netflix list. It's, it. ne- it's in my Netflix <laughs> list. It's yeah. on my Netflix list, and I can't think of the name, but I thought the trailer looked funny. I added it. I can't know the name right now. Though. <laughs> this is ticking me off. Can I turn my Netflix on quick? No, I
2: have no guesses. You don't want to even take a shot in the dark? I, I haven't dug
1: that deep into it. i watched and... it at your house <laughs> i did
4: when today
1: no this was just... i don't remember i'm so yeah uh this <gasps> wasn't today's movie
4: was it that night the same night we watched the big lebowski
1: i don't know probably
4: <gasps> oh my gosh i remember you watching it I remember you watching it, but I don't remember what the title was. <laughs> but I remember, like, scenes from it. Oh, this is, is
0: going to make me so point. angry. <laughs> what is it?
2: I don't know. I'm not going to Netflix right now. I'm just, uh...
4: <laughs> <laughs> This makes me so mad. Because I was in the same building as you in
0: It's like the losers. Say. It's true. No
1: Evil See no, no evil Is that your final answer <laughs> Yes I don't know
0: yeah, No What is it Hostile uh,
1: 8 oh. oh I can't think of it Are we all good I do Sister Beards. Act 3 Yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> Actually it's a prequel cool. It's yeah. Sister Act point Will <laughs> Sister Act question mark? <laughs> uh, we're all good though. Uh-huh. It's called the Little Hours. It also never, has Aubrey Plaza. Wow.
4: Never would have got. But I you know, remember you watching Kate it in my see? apartment. It yeah, makes yeah, me yeah, so mad. Yeah, Is it's it like.
1: Good? Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> uh, it wasn't what I expected at all. <laughs> Uh, it's not like a straight comedy. It's just really dry humor. Sounds like it would be like a Jared Hess movie. Yeah, it was. It was you just have to watch yeah. it. Okay. Tell me what you think. But, yeah. It was alright. Uh-huh. I think you give it like a three. Maybe three and a half.
0: Three for. I haven't really points. rated it or
1: anything yet. Good on you. Yeah.
0: What's the name of the movie? The Little Hours. Sorry I forgot. Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Aubrey Plaza's just like april from parks and rec but she's like more yeah, violent i
2: remember that
1: <laughs> and she's a nun <laughs> wow yeah <Huh.
2: laughs> you know what's weird her in uh whatever
1: movie it was with uh, dirty grandpa was that it with zach efron
0: and she has a relationship yeah. with robert de niro <laughs> yeah 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 that's
2: a weird movie and
0: they like had a child yeah that's weird. That's why I, the only reason I liked that movie any because that movie sucked, but that part was hilarious. Wait, no, there's
2: another one too. That's kind of weird. It's like um, Mike, two oh, dudes. Mike and Dave dude, need, dude, need. Yeah, that one also, is which many, also
0: right? has Zac Efron. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Okay, sorry. Yeah. All right. Cool uh, about it. <laughs> they're just both weird. Are we going to this? Far? Aubrey Plaza going crazy. Hairstyle <laughs> man. Yeah. It's
1: true. All right. So, mine
4: mm-hmm. is. You can't guess this one. I, I know. A detective is on the case to find a missing mascot. Whether he's undercover, underwater, or under fire, he always gets his man or beast.
1: <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> you don't.
4: We watched it together.
2: <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Two? No. Okay. <laughs> mascot.
1: How does it take this so long?
4: I thought this would be way too is obvious. If you
1: <laughs> let her finish this, oh, I can like I think know. about it, but.
4: A detective is on the case to find a missing mascot Whether he's undercover, under fire, or underwater He always gets his man Or beast Really? For real?
0: Missing mascot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm really stuck on that But I'm like
4: You're gonna get it as soon as I say the top gonna, actor If you don't you're
0: gonna be mad Who's the top actor? Jim
4: Carrey <laughs> No
2: <way! laughs> Oh my god oh my Is god. the light not oh. turning on? Ace Ventura? Which one? When Nature? No. Damn it. Tom K, okay.
0: Okay. I'm out. Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Yeah. I didn't really know it, though. De- is it a
2: mascot in pet detective? Yeah.
4: Um, dolphin Snowflake. mascot, Snowflake.
2: Oh, the, I, the okay. Dolphins mascot. I've
0: never seen Ace Ventura. <laughs> I didn't know he was a mascot. No. Okay. Ace Ventura 2, the only sequel Jim Carrey did up until Dumb and Dumber 2. Hmm. Weird. This was the first time.
4: Yeah, when Nature Calls was the sequel. I Pet feel I fan feel fan.
0: I feel bad taking it, so uh, can I just award no points to anybody? Oh uh, no! God have mercy on yourself. Uh, well, I shouldn't. Get <laughs> Either this. take no points or give me the two.
2: No, you
1: know what? I'll take the points. I would have so like, I would have gotten it
0: immediately. Yeah,
4: I was really if surprised it, it took you, it. you guys so long. No,
2: I was honestly thinking I was like. Panther? <laughs> <Two>? <laughs> like, that's where I was going. I'm like, I don't know what he finds in that movie.
1: I was long. sitting there like,
0: when did they go underwater in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? <laughs> but I was
1: like, yeah, that's not it. Good job. I was... I would have had that after, like, a detective is on the case. I know, I would have <laughs> too. I
4: would have been like, Ace Ventura? Pet Detective?
2: When you said Jim Carrey, I'm like, okay, it's Ace Ventura, but, I mean, because I've seen those movies and I love them, uh. but I just couldn't... Remember a mascot for either one.
4: So No Snowflake is the mascot for the Miami Dolphins. Snowflake is a dolphin. It's true.
2: Snowflake is a dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. when a mysterious force decimates the world's population, only one thing is certain. If you see it Oh, Bird Box. You take your life. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Bird box. I just read that Uh description like twenty minutes ago because I was looking at it on Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. That was the last movie I saw on Earth. How was it? Quiet Place. <laughs> uh, We've talked like, about it. It's We've discussed like this of the Dead. <laughs> if you've seen Dawn of the Dead, and if you've seen A Quiet Place, you've seen Bird Box. That's pretty much how it is. It's <laughs> it's worth the watch, but it is it's a mom horror hours. movie.
1: So I'll do oh, no. it. Is it jump scares? <laughs> or, oh, yeah. Did we yeah. talk about if, if it had it. jump scares and stuff in it? Is it like super... <laughs> I <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> Does milk a door. I hope the mic's got. Uh. That.
0: I could have used some more children's sacrifices in the movie. Honestly, I was a little disappointed. Is there any? Well, there was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> they were thinking about it. That was, that was the best was part of the movie. That they were thinking about it. I'm deciding, and she's like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. Um, Goble's gonna get mine right away, so I'll try to guess quick. Uh in the nineteen seventies, Mexico City, two domestic workers help a mother of four. Uh, oh. There you go.
1: That was the last movie you watched? That was did the you last watch movie? it twice?
0: Uh no, I watched it I think last night. I did. And you know what, I wasn't into the movie at all. Like mm-hmm. I it it looked good and it kinda brought me back to a lot of the artsy, um, Italian or um even, like, just foreign films I've seen before, Mm -hmm. but mostly released during, like, the 60s or 50s. Um, and So it was cool to see a movie like that kind of made modern day, but it still looked like it belonged in the late 60s. I guess it was early 70s. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just thought the cars, I don't know. But, uh, so that aspect of it was cool, but I just couldn't get into it. I just really couldn't get into... The characters or the story until like towards the third act and I was like okay I'm starting to kind of understand it now I also might have been dis- distracted because I had to work on that heater, the thermostat and the heater were not cooperating at all last oh, night yeah. this house was at like 57 degrees it sucked Ooh. so I was trying to fix all that so maybe that's why I wasn't really paying attention because oh, yeah. I was freezing Yo, yeah it's in Spanish so you have to pay attention to it and yeah I haven't watched a movie since then because I've been watching Daredevil season 2 And I'm finally catching up on all that So, But Roma I I was kind of worried about watching it After doing my top 10 Mm Because I was like dang it I'm going to watch it And then I'm going to feel like it should have been in there But I'm kind of glad it wasn't So I'm like no regrets Not my favorite from him but
2: Yeah definitely not I felt like it was I was so detached From the main character You know I don't remember her name you maybe i just didn't i, I felt talk. so unattached to her i didn't feel i liked the premise and i liked a lot of the shots the camera work, it, it, you know the cinematography was really cool the the very o- opening like um credits like when it's just like her in the water coming over and then you see like a plane fly over in the in in the reflection of the water and stuff like that was all like really cool and i knew i'm like okay This is, like, classic, um, uh, man, I'm not having, doing good with remembering director's names today. (laughs) Alfonso. Alfonso Cuarón. Um, it felt very, like, there's a lot of stuff, like, a lot of callbacks to things like her, like, you know, the husband driving the car in, and then she gets drunk later on and slams it into the parking space, and, like, um, and then there's some great stuff with, like, the boyfriend, Um, not, like, weird stuff, but, like, I don't know. It was, was, I liked it, but it was, I felt so unattached from the main character. And, you know, I don't know if that's what he was trying to do is for you not to feel attached, because it felt like that's (laughs) almost like he didn't want you to feel attached to the main character.
0: I felt bad for her, for the situation. Later on, I did, but earlier,
2: I'm like, I mean, maybe, like, when the boyfriend, like, walked out of the theater, I was like, oh, that's a bummer. And then immediately, I didn't care anymore. Mm -hmm. And then... Like, when she went to go see him at, like, that weird training camp, I felt sad again. And then, during, like, the riot, I was, like, pretty freaked out. But then after that, the ending part where, like...
0: when she goes, saves him, and then, like, that kind of, like... Yeah. Either redeems her or puts her on this different pedestal with the family and, like makes her feel included. I just don't really get what the movie was attempting there because I'm like, oh, so she's included with the family now, so she has a place of belonging and that child she never felt was really hers, but now she has this family that she feels is hers. But then the very final scene, it's like, oh they saved us, no one really cares. Oh, go get me some ice cream. And I'm like, so is the movie telling us, like no, that's really not, like she may feel like she belongs, but she'll never belong, but so I'm like, I felt... It was a movie that was more about just... These emotions that you're just supposed to receive. Like, she's treated like shit, and that's the end of it. Yeah. And I didn't really know what to take from that. So I'm like, oh, this is a good movie, and the black and white's pretty and all. and mm-hmm. But it's like... I feel like they were trying to hammer a lot of that in. Like, yeah, I get it. Oh, yeah, they keep cutting to the dogs, keep cutting to the dogs, cutting to the turd, cleaning up the dog shit. I get what metaphor you're trying to say here, man. I get it. And... I mean, it, it really was like the birth scene that was the best part of the movie because mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that was dark. The way they, and it was rushed, and it's like, but that's probably what it felt like in that yes. moment. And it's just like, it's this weird, helpless experience, and I was like, that's done really well, but a lot of it, I just didn't really get what they were trying yeah. to tell me about these characters or what they were trying to make me feel. But the black and
2: white also didn't land for me really well. You didn't like the black and white. I like it in Schindler's List. Wasn't feeling it I didn't feel like it was necessary. Yeah. You know? I, I can see why it
0: wouldn't be necessary. It did do the
2: same thing that she list I
0: just... I thought it was, like, so pretty looking. I think black and white can look so good. I thought it did. Mm-hmm. But I can see why you'd think it's, like, unnecessary. Because, like, was it kind of thrown in there to be a gimmick or be more even yeah. more artsy? The idea
2: of it is <laughs> cool and artsy. But I was like, for this movie, like... It's maybe because I wasn't interested. If maybe the story was better, the black and white would make it more effective, but it didn't because the story didn't land. So yeah. But anyway,
0: we don't have to keep talking about Roma. Yeah. We can we, could, s- we look can we can end this. this uh, I'm believing it's like a two and a half hour podcast at this yeah. point. I thought it be a little year. yeah. We're we're aiming it's to make a these a couple little, weeks. Since oh, we did one. Yeah, true. Hopefully, we can make these episodes shorter. That's like my aim. That is my goal. This year, we're gonna try to focus on more uh, singular movies. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to do one on Aquaman. I mean, we talked about it a lot this episode, so maybe we should yeah. I
2: know we don't want to do as many lists, but I think if we are going to talk about Aquaman, we might as well do a ranking of the DC movies. Yeah, we will
0: be doing the DC
2: movies. And then that will just be the end of lists
0: for a while. <laughs> but we got to do Creep 2. <gasps> Still got to do Creep 2 eventually. And we do have to and do Tusk. And, oh, yeah, in Green Tusk. Room. Tusk oh, this is gonna be do we year. have
1: to do Tusk? Yes. Oh, yeah. I think we should. I would love to, but we like we've said everything last
2: week. We had no, a no, fan no. service. A lot of we our fans have, 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 have been tweeting
0: about Tusk. Really? Yeah. All, all we've been... Nate Christian. He's the one one fan. Uh, <laughs> so. But for as much as we've talked about Tusk, it has been four years since I've seen it. I do need to watch it again. To see if it actually I holds I need to watch up. it again. To see that if it actually is the cult classic that I remember it being. I love Tusk. I need
4: no extra reasons to see it again. Wasn't
0: that your number one favorite movie ever? Or oh, what... Or it was it wa- well, it was your favorite horror film, though. Yeah, yeah, favorite
4: horror film. Okay.
0: Apparently I had more beer left. I didn't know that. All right, well, I'm going to finish this and watch some more Daredevil. Cool show. I'm gonna go to cool. That. Well, uh... If
2: you're listening to this, well, I suppose you won't be listening to this in 2018, because it's not 2018 not anymore. <laughs> um, but Did you, you save that one from last week? Yeah. <laughs> when um, we did record. I hope you had a good 2018. We had a decent 2018. Um, and a decent one for film. Uh, we're glad that you stuck it through. Why don't you submit us your list of, you know, your favorites. Maybe your worst, or most disappointing, most overrated, underrated, whatever you feel like. Do it on social media. You know? Uh, message us on Twitter individually if you want, have to. But uh, typically you can find us, The Cinema Swamp, on Twitter or Instagram, at Cinema Swamp. Um, yeah, otherwise have a good 2019. And um, we'll, we'll be there every week with the new movies coming out. And stay tuned to hear what we have to say about them. So, uh, we'll see you next time. And
1: remember.
0: Always, Always be beware of the cinema, cinema swan. <laughs> by the way, Jai Courtney will be in the movie this year. Yes, we know that. Storm Boy. Storm Boy. Yep. And uh, apparently, Suicide Squad Two is coming out this I year. I saw that.
2: Yeah. Is this directed by James Gunn?
0: No. Yes. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's actually coming out this year. <laughs> I'm okay, pretty sure it's. Not. Uh not directed. I heard it was being written, but maybe he'll um, be directing too because sure I
4: heard directed. I'm yeah. yeah. pretty sure he's
1: directing. Uh, definitely ready?
0: written. I just saw it. I wasn't sure
2: if it was just like a small thing I saw or not, but anyway. Are you still yeah. recording? Yep,
0: we're done. Okay. <laughs> I I well, I'll end <laughs> it here. <Cool>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cinema Swamp. What did you think of some of our choices? What were some of your favorite movies of 2018? And what was something that really let you down? Please let us know in the comments. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cinema Swamp. And give us a rating on our iTunes podcast page. Thanks for listening. And remember, always beware of the Cinema Swamp.